Tonight's episode of the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish is brought to you by Z Apollo Photography. Visit zapollophotography.com for all your photography needs. Tune in to see me. Thanks, Pig Vomit. Hey, everybody! You know, there's a part of me deep down, I'm talking pinky toe, that can see why you folks are a little bit upset that I attacked Chris Jericho's already injured arm last week. There's also a part of me that can see why you lot are a smidgen perturbed that I had my good friend over here, the chairman, Sean Spears, absolutely bash Sammy Guevara with a scale chair earlier night, dude. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. But the one thing... I can't wrap my big old beautiful brain around is why you people are so upset with what I did to Dean Malenko last week. Allow me to be honest with you people, since apparently you can't be honest with yourselves. Dean Malenko's old. I'm talking Dean so old when he was a kid, the rainbow wasn't black and white. I'm talking 60. With a bad heart and Parkinson's disease. Now, do you really think someone in that state should be involved in an industry as dangerous as professional wrestling? You people are throwing rocks at me when you should be throwing flowers. You should be thanking me. Because I gave Dean Malenko something none of you fours could ever afford to give him. And that is an early retirement. So Dean, you're welcome, bud. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, look out, here we go. Jericho and Jake Hager. The peace and serenity didn't last long here. Yeah, do, do you blame them for what he did a week ago? Absolutely not. And Jericho and Hager, they're, they're outnumbered here with Sammy Guevara. Oh! Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz already taken out by the pinnacle earlier tonight. Whatever's not nailed down, Jericho's using it as a weapon. Here they come. Right out amongst them, as they say. Oh, here comes the rat. And Hager and Wardlow picking up right where they left off last week after that cage fight. Chris Jericho going right at MJF. Just when he think that this issue between these two factions couldn't get any more intense, we see things like this. Seemingly on a weekly basis, something's got to give. Uh, he was begging off until he saw his back was turned, and then 
He goes, there you go. Jericho's going to hockey body. Stand the cup season. Absolutely. Ooh, oh, oh, man, he decks Wardlow. Well, that was a hell of a right hand to Wardlow. It went to one knee, by the way. He could have even arisen before the standing eight count would have commenced. But look at that, MJF holding Jericho open for Wardlow. Wardlow just chopping him down. Now the numbers, the numbers advantage of the pinnacle becoming apparent. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. What we've seen earlier with members of proud, uh, proud and powerful. A rick in the eyes is MJF on Chris Jericho. He is the most hated man in all of AEW. And look at this, MJF. Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna destroy the arm here if they can. They are trying to not not just incapacitate Chris Jericho. They're trying to end Jericho's career here tonight. Sammy, go forward. Oh my! There he is. Swing and a miss by Wardlow Guevara with a big shot. Spear oh, yeah. His double leg nearly out of his boots. The sensational Sammy Guevara lighting it up here. Oh. High knee. Right to the side of the head. Oh! Holy. Oh, my God. Hit him with it. And MJF turning tail and running like the coward he is. Maybe like a scalded dog. Not the first time we've seen that from, from this group. Hey! Hey! It's the wrong guy. Hey, asshole! You know, hey! On Wednesday, this company finds out what I already know. That they chose the wrong guy. They chose the wrong guy for the action figures. They chose the wrong guy to put on every single poster. Max, you love to call yourself, you love to say you're better than you, and you know it, right? That's what you like to say? Hey, hey, hey! Well, guess what, bitch? On Wednesday, I show I am the best ever, and you know it. Wow, what a match that's gonna be this Wednesday night. It'll be live, it'll be right here in Daly's Place. Countering the clothesline. Oh, great buster. Nicely done by the champion. Dick Murdoch, that's brain buster. The leg is hooked. Jungle Boy, though. Showing his resilience. Showing his drive to be a champion here in all elite wrestling. Heart, passion. And Teddy has all of it. And everything we all use it every day in our lives. Heart, passion, conviction. One-winged angel. Dig deep, kid. Get out of this. Good night. The one-winged angel, no, Jungle a Boy! Counter. There's a counter! Counters, he's got him stacked up! Oh, stacked up! Oh. 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 No, 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 no! Here it is again! Submission time! Another stand trap! Can Omega hold on? Omega desperately reaching for that bottom rope! Referee in great position here. Yes, he is. Is Kenny going out? Kenny is fading, and now look at Kenny Omega grabbing the hair of Jungle Boy! I can't see it. He was wrenching at the hair of Jungle Boy in order to get him to break the hold. That's what you get for having hair that long in the wrestling industry. That's logical, Don. Asking to get it. That's what you get. What are you, in the fourth grade now? That's what you get. Omega up in the corner. I think Omega might, might have actually gouged Jungle Boy's eyes as well. I think you're right, Excalibur. I really do. Hey, but 
is unethical, but it works. Absolutely did. It got Jungle Boy to break the hold, but Jungle Boy... Gotta be careful here, guys. Keeping Jungle the attack up. Jungle Boy perhaps looking for a top rope work on Rana. But... Oh, oh, oh. What a counter. Yeah. Face first, right in the top turnbuckle. Just like I said, gotta be careful. Took a second too long, he paid for it. Now here's the magic of Kenny Omega. Being able to capitalize virtually oh. immediately. The V-Trigger, the double underhook, Tiger Driver 98. The champion hooks the near leg, and Jungle Boy! The referee's hand a hair's breadth away. The Tiger Driver didn't pay off tonight. No, no he ain't any other year. Any other vintage. Uh-oh, oh, One no. winged angel! Oh, that will, that will. Wow, God almighty, what a match. What a great winner of this match. Still, the elite wrestling world champion is the god of pro wrestling, as I've said many times. Don, you can no longer say that Jack Perry is not tough. If that tonight didn't prove how tough this young man is, he's 24. His mom and sister looking on, and you know his father, Luke Perry, has to be very proud of the effort the kid put in tonight. Great step on Jungle Boy's journey. He's only going to get better in the months and years to come. And Kenny Omega, what a fabulous world champion is Kenny Omega. There's a lot of folks that have interest, keen, keen interest. What? What? What, what, is, what, what is Omega doing? He's, what is going on here? Don, Don, what's up, Don? Come on. Another lesson for Jungle Boy. Another lesson. What the hell is Where? that? That's Christian Cage. Christian Cage assaulting Kenny Omega. Cage got in some of the world champion here. Is there no security in this building? I hope not. Wait a minute. But look at this. The Hardy family office. Private party and Matt Hardy. But Christian Cage taking out Cassidy, taking down Quinn. But Matt Hardy. Christian go. Cage fighting for his life here. And there's Matt Hardy. He could be a big difference maker in a lot of different environments. The issue between Matt Hardy and Christian has not died down at all years later. They've been, Hart, they've been rivals for years. Matt Hardy's looking for the twist of fate, but Christian Cage, they can kill some of the Opportunistic. Opportunistic sons of bitches, Tony. That's exactly right. Well, the Bucks will defend their world title this coming Wednesday night live here on TNT. It'll be a world title eliminator match eliminator. this Wednesday night on TNT. We will also see MJF of the Pinnacle face Sammy Guevara of the Inner Circle. Oh, the twist of fate by Hardy. What a great night. We will return live to our home Wednesday night. This Wednesday, just four days away on TNT. I hope you join us there, everyone. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next Wednesday night live here on TNT.
National Radio Network. Hello everyone, welcome to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the Rational Rage Network. I'm your host Jimmy T, and tonight I've got a special guest co-host. You might know him as A-Track Black, or you know him as Michael Davis. Either way, he's a great guy, he's my boy. Welcome to the Skirmish, Michael. How are you, man? Yo, what's going on, guys? I'm, I'm doing good. Um, it's funny how you mess with me like... Uh, late, late at, at, at night to do this, and I would, I would want to do it, cause you know, you know me, I, 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 I help out all my, my friends from the hustle or PVC the best, the best way I can, and this, and when you told me when you want me to do this kind of stuff, I was like cool, but then again, we talk about AEW, so. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate that, man, and and like I said, the fact that you're here on short notice, dude. You don't understand. I owe you big time for that. Like I said, I would have, I would have done it with my regular co-host Jeff Lippman, Dr. Jeff Lippman to be precise. But like I said, it's late for him. I needed to get the show out ASAP, man. I can't wait for like for Jeff. So I thought, man, I've been mean to get you on the show, and here you are. And plus, man, I, I love the fact what you, how you think about professional wrestling. I think you and I have got pretty similar views on shit. And man, what better guy to have on the show than yourself, man? So it's a pleasure having you on, Michael, man. So I mean, I hope you don't feel funny me calling you Michael. It feels funny calling you Michael in some ways, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it is funny calling call me Michael now. I, I got the HR Black marker, but hey, it doesn't matter if you call me HR Black. It doesn't matter if you call me Michael Davis. The same person. Well, that's not like it. WWE when. Not, not like like wrestling where you play a character or whatnot. But <laughs> hey, I'm still I'm still the same person. Where you call me Michael or Adrian Black? Maybe I should call you MD. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and I'm not talking about MDMA, all right, folks? Jesus. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, man, let's get on to the first match. I mean, the first match was Hangman Page versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, hey, man, this match was pretty hard-hitting. I must say, and you know what? I was actually impressed by this match. I, I was going into this match thinking, eh, it's nothing special. You know what I mean? It's probably going to be just a normal, you know, Hangman was going to go over anyway, let's be real. We both knew that. But you know what, man? It was a hard-hitting match, and Hobbs actually looked good, man, for once. And what? And also, it looked like um, Hangman got cut hard way too, man, at the back of his head. I think from that post spot. But you know what, man? It was a great match. In the end, Hangman got the win, as you know, as we would predict. But dude, I was I was thoroughly impressed by by Hobbs in this, man. I know we we like to give him shit and call him <laughs> Ice Train Hobbs and shit. I mean, yeah, he does remind... I mean, does he not remind you of Ice Train, seriously? A little bit. I mean, he's got the same build, maybe not the same charisma, because I thought, you know, Ice Train was a bit underrated, in my opinion, because he had a bit of charisma about him. But Hobbs, man, like, I hope, I hope you know, the future is nothing but up for him. We'll just see where it goes from there. But what do you think of the match, man? I thought it was a really good match to start off Dynamite. Um... Heyman Page bleeding hardware again. This is like the second time he did that with, uh, against Team Taz uh, members. He did it with Brian Case, right. and now he's doing it. He did it with um, Firehouse Hobbs. And speaking on Team Taz, I what the hell is going on with Team Taz? Because one 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 minute you have Brian Case just being like the odd man out here trying to be, you know, his, his own person, but like you have Restarts over here uh, still. LTW build and and Brian Kane is like, what the fuck are you doing with my belt? And that distracted Powerhouse Powerhouse Hobbs to the point that that let uh Heyman Page again win. But um Brian Kane is we know this leading to a, a babyface Brian Kane, which is I mean I always been a fan of Brian Kane. You know he has stupid uh, political um um stand standards, but right. as a wrestler <laughs> as, as a wrestler he is that damn good if you give him a chance. Powerhouse Hobbs. I was. I hope he gets more uh, time on TV, Dynamite. That is, cause he is good. As for Ricky Starks, I don't know how how long he'll be out with, with his injury, um. But hopefully we see him back in there there soon. Possibly win the Teddy Tosh with um Hook or Powerhouse Hobbs. But um, at the end of the day, Heyman is he's killing it right now with Cowboy Shit, and I hope he <laughs> does win a, a championship at some sort, some point. We, I mean, probably, probably the AEW World Championship, because we, we know that that's leading to him taking that title of King Omega. They have to. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, see, I feel with Hangman, I don't know if it's just me, but I actually feel like the AEW booking committee don't have a fucking clue what to do with him, bro. And when I say that, I feel like he's in limbo. Like, they're pretty much keeping him... I know he's not going to join the Dark Order. Let's be real, bro. I mean... Really? Yeah, that's simple. That's come on. I mean, yeah, that's a load of shit. So in my eyes, I feel like they're putting him in this position because they're not sure what to do with him. So they're just keeping him there till they figure out what to do with him. You know what I mean? Is it just me, or, or am I wrong in saying that? I mean, because that's what it feels like, man. No, I don't think it because we we don't. I mean, as we are, first of all, the dark world thing, him joining the dark world, is that. That's a shell. I don't think anyone gonna be joining the Dark Order. The Dark Order has has been. It's I don't know what it's it's just been. 
dead. Not 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 trying not trying to be uh, offensive because you know Bowie oh. passed away, but um, right. uh, the the Dark has just not had not been the same as uh, when they first came to the AEW. Oh. But um, Hangman Page, Hangman Page, um, I, I I get I don't know what they what they what they doing him at the at the moment, but they got they got to figure out something because they got to be back bring back a lot of crowds. They got to be back on the road uh, next week, um. So they, I know the crowd got to be high for him, and they when they see that they they, they got to think to themselves, okay, and they, they just got to wait for the World Championship picture right right now, right. or he, or they don't feel comfortable him being the uh. Or champion, you can easily have him with Miro for the TNT Championship. Either way, this guy, this guy deserves a, a World Championship, a Championship uh, Singles One, and with, with a thingy belt because this guy is that damn good. He got better when once he came to AEW, in my opinion. I agree, especially compared to his ROH and New Japan days. I mean, I, and I followed his career as you would have. Since like he pretty much first started, and, and it's not in day, man. Like from his Ring of Honor New Japan days all the way to his AEW run, man, he's he's moved up to a whole different level. And man, he, you know, people forget he's only in his twenties still, bro. He's still only in his twenties. You know, people seem to forget that. Even I forget that. But the only thing is, I just don't like how you know this start stop booking with Hangman and and how they're not sure what to do with him and and the cowboy shit thing is fucking over i mean what popped me is when is when jr fucking when he as he was coming to the ring jr's like it's cowboy shiznit folks <laughs> and i was like motherfucker did he just say did he just say cowboy shiznit and then he said and then on top of that he said we got a hell of a riding team over here guys <laughs> That popped me, man. I don't care what anyone says about JR, man. People think he should be done and dusted. I say, fuck you. I, I think he's a gem, bro, because he, he doesn't hide his feelings, man. He just lets it out. He says whatever he feels. And I love that about JR, man. I know people fucking seem to hate him these days and think he's done and he's over the hill. Sure, he might be a little bit over the hill. But, man, he's still a gem in commentary. That's just me, man. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Yeah, at first, I... At first, I I I I thought he was in a commentary. I like he didn't didn't want to be there. But at, at this point, he's like, "Fuck it, I don't give a <laughs> fuck what you say." That's uh, it. And like, it's and I like how he said that saying uh, KMA is not the best wrestler in the world. Even though I don't I don't agree with him that him saying that way he wanted the best wrestler in the world because that that's a lot lot of that's a horseshit. No pun intended. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> nicely, <laughs> nicely put. <laughs> but they are his attitude on commentary. Is just him not giving a giving a shit. I mean, I I didn't like that first, but now I was like, <laughs> go for it. I don't give a, I, I, like have have fun, have at it. Why not, man? I mean, shit, man. He doesn't have, look. I, I hate to say this, and knock on wood, he don't look really too well, man. Lately, I mean, he looks. You know, I don't know what's going on, but you know what? I, what I'm what I'm afraid of, and maybe this is why I say keep Jr. around. I feel like the minute if they were to kick him away from commentary or just being at the shows every week i hate to say it man but i feel like he'd just die without it man like you know what i mean i think this is what's keeping him alive and you know the longer we can get jr uh, the happier i am because man the day we lose him it's going to be a big deal bro you know so i just hope you know they keep him around sure he says some fucked up shit but you know what man who gives a shit 
let him be him, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he calls out the bullshit. And not everyone understands because it's a lot of sort of under-the-table professional wrestling type of humor, if you, if you get my drift. But, man, if you get that wrestling lingo talk, man, it's the funniest shit, you know what I mean? Especially when him and Shivani are giving shit to, to fucking uh, Excalibur with his fucking tope suicida this and suicida that and fucking, for fuck's sake, why is everything and a suicida have to be with fucking... Why can't he call it a suicide dive, bro? Come on. It's the same freaking thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, why can't he just, just be normal? But nevertheless... Hangman Page defeats Powerhouse Hobbs at about 12 minutes, 12 and a half minute match. Actually, and I wanted to bring up with you, Michael, man. Um, what do you think of Ricky Starks, man? I've heard people sit there saying like he's the next Rock. I can't believe people even think that shit. He's nothing like the Rock. He never will be anything like the Rock. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. But people that truly believe that shit, man, need to fucking seriously. Like, I don't know, man. Well... There will never be another rock. Let's let's just point that out there Straight right now. Up. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of the rock, the Ring Johnson at the moment because it's clerical BS. Um, yeah, that's Star- too. <laughs> Ricky Starks at uh, I don't know where that shit came from anyway. Um, I don't know how they gonna be guilty next rock if over here uh, having your ass hanging out against guys like MJF <laughs> and indie, indie, indie shows. Right. But um, Ricky Starks, I. I have been impressed with Ricky Starks when he first came in AEW. I wasn't really that much of a fan of his when he, before AEW, but when he came in, he has he has does has charisma. He does oh, have nice skills. Yeah, for sure. But, but calling him the next walk is just is is far is a stress. Not just that. It's, it's just, no. So continue on. Oh no 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 go go ahead. I was gonna say not just that it's unfair on him to even call him that man. That's unnecessary pressure on the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's an unfair sort of comparison too, because I just other than him wearing loafers and a Versace shirt here and there, that's the only fucking thing I can see that's anything remotely like The Rock, man. Honestly, and I'm talking about The Rock circa fucking '98. You know what I'm saying? Like you get my drift, because you know how he wears the fucking loafers type of thing and shit. Other than that, man. To me, they're two different guys. But look, we'll see. I don't know where that started, like you said. I don't even know how that even became a thing. But in saying that, man, he definitely does have charisma. He definitely has something. Let's just see how they use him in the future. Obviously, I don't know if it means him leaving Team Taz. Obviously, Team Taz is going to implode. As far as Brian Cage goes, though, I'll be honest with you, Mick, man. I've never been the biggest fan of his, man. To me, he's like a five-foot jacked motherfucker. You know what I mean? Sure, he can fucking, he can he can wrestle like a like a cruiserweight, like especially back in his Impact days and shit like that. But uh, man, he's just a big guy that loses to people all the fucking time. Like, what's the fucking use of being so big? And he's not even that tall, bro. I'm pretty sure we we're taller than him. I'm serious. I mean. Yeah. Serious. Oh, I, I am. I, I took a picture of him uh, when I was at Wesacade uh, in 2019. And right. I'm, I'm, I'm like this much taller than him. No shit. <laughs> See what I mean, dude? And I've seen him in person too. I haven't met him, but I've seen him in person. And yeah, like I'm thinking, man, I'm fucking taller than this motherfucker. But you know what? He's fucking huge. <laughs> like I'll give him that. But man, uh, ever since he lost to Tessa, man, for the Impact World title, 
couple years ago. I could just never take him seriously after that. And even here, he keeps losing to everyone. What they do with him right now, I don't know. Obviously, they're going to turn him baby. But man, that FTW bout as well, just <laughs> just get rid of it already for fuck's sake. Like, I don't know, man. Like that, that, FTW, that FTW bout will never get over again. Not like Taz had it over back in the ECW days. You know what I'm saying? Should be buried back, back there again, you know? It's similar to what they do in NNT with the Million Dollar Championship. When they right, have LA right, Knight, right, exactly. LA, LA Knight belt. It's like, why are you bringing back the old belts? I mean, first of all, as Jungle was, hey, no more belts. Cause there, there are too many, dedicated, we get to be too many belts at T. But I don't think, I don't, the Million Dollar Championship belt I'm, and the FTW belt, they need to retire. They need to go back to retirement home. Because, <laughs> I mean, at first, it wasn't really that, uh, that big of a fan of the FTW belt. When uh, somebody else had it, but when Tess had it, you you can tell that he tried to make make that over with the fuck the, the world championship. No doubt. That, they, they, that, ha- that happened because he didn't didn't he didn't get the chance to work world, world championship that much at AEW. But having that in the AEW with Brian Cage just doesn't fit. It just it doesn't. I agree. It really doesn't. It just doesn't doesn't look good on him. I, I just yeah, man. I don't know. Look, I hope he proves me wrong, man, because I know he's got talent, but I feel like they've so, like, uh, how do I put this, man? They've they've just wasted him, bro. Not only have they wasted him, but they've brought him so low just to try to build him right back up. I don't know, man. Not to mention that AEW's got way too big of a roster right now, I think. But I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. We, We might as well move on, but... I mean, good luck to him. I mean, like I said, it was a good match. I, I think we can both agree. But this shit needs to end now, man. I don't know where this goes, but obviously we're going to get some sort of implosion 100%. But moving on, we got Dante Martin next versus Matt Seidel with with uh, Mike Seidel. And you know what, man? It was a right match. Dante had a spinning heel kick from Seidel for a two count. And, you know what I mean? And the match kept going. It was, like, to me, it was just a TV match, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I liked, um, oh, what's the tag team called again? Where Dante, fight. Top Flight. I like Top Flight as a team. But Dante, individually, man, I just feel like he's got no, there's nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got no personality to me, man. Like, you know, give me a reason to give a shit. You know what I mean? But they don't. They really don't give me a reason to really fucking give a shit. But anyway, Dante hit the ropes, landed a high hang, ta- uh, hang time sunset flip for a near fall. He quickly landed a stunner for another two count. Dante went up to top again, but came up empty. And so, and Sidell landed his lightning spiral for the win. And Matt Sidell wins at nine minutes, roughly nine and a half minute match. And... Yeah, I mean, what can we say about this match? Matt Seidel, to me, comes across as a poor man's AJ, man. Especially these days. Am I wrong? Uh, uh, you're, not, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, notice towards Matt Seidel, um, I, I I was a, a bit of a fan when he was in the uh, WWE and a little bit in, in Ring Warner and TNA. Really? But um, him being in AEW does, does, doesn't make sense to me. I mean, if he's there to like do be a mentor to like young guys that do uh, the high spots and all that, like Dante Martin, then cool. 
But him being there as a like a wrestler, wrestler, especially with Mike, Mike Seidel, which I didn't know, you know, you had a brother. Um, it just feels just it just feels odd being in uh, him being AEW. As for Dante Martin, um, you know, top flight um, Minnesota boys over here. Um, I think that him being a single singles competitor is not really the best fit. It's like it's like a show from Pony Three K. A lot of people were, 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 was, were dogging the show for his match against uh, Desperado at um, the, the Dominion. Right, and it's right. like, I mean, I don't want to, I, I keep on doing the whole Shawn Michaels and Martin Gennetti comparison with tag teams. It's like, Dante Martin is the Martin but not fucking anyone with daughters. And, um, of course, uh, his brother, Darius Martin, a.k.a. Airwolf, he's the Shawn Michaels. Because I saw, I, I, see, I see a lot of uh, matches from with Darius Martin when he was Airwolf down in the Minnesota. When they have um, that there's their shows in down downtown Minneapolis. They call First Avenue West Palooza. I see him wrestle really? over there all all the time, and he hit he's he that damn good. And from Minnesota, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Right, continue on. And seeing him wrestle, and when he was uh, his uh, other marker Airwolf before they uh. Decided to take off the mask. Um, he he is that damn good. I, I don't I don't uh I don't be surprised if he does a singles one when he comes back. Unfortunately, he had the torn ACL. That's why you're seeing there there is Morton doing right. uh, singles matches. But um, as far as there is Morton, maybe he just needs to uh, stick wrestling stick to wrestling on on dark and against guys that are pretty much not even signed to the co- to the company or just being like a wrestling jobber for. Okay, or, or, or something like that. Right, I know. I agree, man. Well, moving on from that match, we get a, a backstage promo with Jungle Boy, like a pre-tape promo, and he called tonight the biggest night of his life. Christian appeared and shook his hand. He told Jungle Boy that he shouldn't just be happy to have a total shot. He should be pissed that people keep saying he doesn't deserve to be there. He told him to shock the world tonight. Come on now, man. I mean, you know, I won't lie. I thought for a minute we might have a Christian turn over here. Like, possibly, you know, we'll get to that, to the main event. But what do you think of this Jungle Boy promo anyway, man? Personally, I think he can't talk for shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Jungle Boy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want that dog on him too, too much because he is Luke Perry's father, uh, Luke Perry's right. son. And respect, but, um, no doubt. Right. But, you know, Chris is saying he saw the world. It's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's not like a guy uh, fought Chris Jericho in 10 minutes back in 2019. Oh, I mean, that's... I believe that shit? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, he lasted 10... 10 minutes with Chris Jericho when he, when he was world champion. So, I, I mean, don't, don't sell this guy this guy's short. Even, um, no pun intended because he is uh, like five feet nothing. Um, <laughs> but... Cause Jungle Boy, you can tell that he's he's a tag team wrestler. He doesn't doesn't have the charisma or the mic skills. He doesn't. Has. He fucking doesn't. Thank you for bringing that up. Please keep going. He doesn't have that you know, the mic skills or the uh, the charisma as a uh, Luchasaurus. But even though I don't, yeah. I, I never hear that much promo talk promo time from Luchasaurus. But I, I I can just tell that he has that mic the mic skills. Right. Versus Jungle Boy. So I mean. This poem was was above nothing. I, I didn't like it. And Christian, I mean, I think it'll be best for him to be a heel, the, and then a bare face, 
Um, and maybe maybe that that be a, a way for him to just be elevated and as a star in AEW. I I totally agree. And and the thing about Jungle Boy and and like I said, man, I respect him for being the son of of the great Luke Perry. Yes, I used to watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero once upon a time. I said it right here, folks. I said it, but that was a long time ago. But but in saying that. Like I respect, I respect the fact that his old man was a big professional wrestling fan, which I never knew about. I knew Jungle Boy was pre AEW. There was a lot of hype about him, no doubt about it. But let's be real, man. Let's be real. Let's be real. A track. I mean, he can wrestle. He can't talk. He looks. I don't want to say uh, like a deer in the headlights, but uh. What's so special about him, dude, other than being Luke Perry's son? You know, I mean, I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to be negative, but did anyone really thought he had a chance against Kenny Omega? And we'll touch on that once we get there, but let's be fucking real, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. I get it. He's got the most fucking over-fucking song, and, and believe me, I fucking hate the song. I didn't mind it back in the day when I was a little kid back in the 80s, right? But now I fucking hate the damn song. And since the guy is going out with Anna J, and shout outs to my usual <laughs> co-host who d- had the tweet of the night that went fucking viral, dude. Do you know what Jeff Lippman actually said on Twitter? <laughs> Did you see it? Um, something about uh, her being Anna Jane. <laughs> yeah. There we go, man. TK, you hear that? Since you're the booker of the year, all right? How hard is it to come up with fucking Anna Jane? It's fucking written for him, man. It's it's done and dusted. You know what? Fuck it. I'll get one better. Take Luchasaurus and fucking that little scumbag Marco Stunt out of the fucking picture. Why not have her in his corner, dude? She can even be his mouthpiece. I think it would work in a weird fucking way. Heck, I might actually even start to like him if if that was the case. I mean, come on. I mean, it, it, it's... I think it's a perfect match. No pun intended. Not like the match made in heaven back in the day with Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. But nevertheless, a match made in the jungle somewhere, obviously. I mean, dude, it's Tarzan and Jane. You can't go wrong. I mean, honestly, I want to mind, I want to mind her leaving the Dark Order and joining uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah. And that's where that way you can name her uh, Anna and Jane. And then, yeah, exactly. And then bring that little peep squeak into the fucking, the, you know, the, the loser order. Why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because why the fuck, if Marco Stunt can be a professional wrestler on television, then why the fuck aren't we on TV? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Let's be real. How did Whose dick was he sucking to get on fucking AEW? Obviously, TK's, Jordan, but... Jordan Ellis. I mean, seriously, man. I mean, he's got no fucking talent. I'm sorry, Marco. I'm sorry. It's nothing personal. If you ever hear this, man, it's not that I hate you personally. Maybe I do. I don't know. Even though I don't know him. But uh, come on, man. I, I'm... Uh, no, no, no. Fuck you, Marco. Fuck oh, you. yeah. Fuck you, Marco. All right. That's it. <laughs> fuck him. You know what I mean? It's true, man. He shouldn't even be there. And as far as Luchasaurus goes, dude, do you remember him in Lucha Underground? Yeah. I, I remember I. Yeah, why not fucking have that Luchasaurus running around in AEW, man? If we had that Luchasaurus now, dude, he'd be fucking, he'd be a machine. And I like it. Look, man, some people say he needs to ditch that whole Luchasaurus character and gimmick and shit. 
I say, nah, look, man, I think he looks great with the mask and the green fucking shit all over him. He looks mean, but that's the problem. Why have him be like some high IQ professor type of dude when you can make him into a badass fucking dinosaur, man? You know what I mean? It's like Barney turning heel, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, picture Barney doing the Hollywood Hogan NWO thing, bro. He was the third man. <laughs> With the beard and all, bro. Barney, the fucking... And instead of him being purple, bro, you can have him black. You know what I mean? <laughs> BWO, and I'm not talking about Blue World Order. I'm talking about the Barney World Order. I know I'm being a fucking cunt for saying this shit now. But in all... in, in <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't look funny, though, as Barney being Hollywood Barney. But anyway, <laughs> I digress, right? I'll, uh, moving forward... The point is, if you turn Luchasaurus into a mean fucking heel, man, I think he's money. The only thing I've got a problem with him, he's a little bit awkward in the ring. Like, just a little bit. I think he needs to touch up on his, on his, uh, on his, uh, what's it called? On his work rate a little bit. I mean, because he just looks, he's a bit slow, if that may. It looks a bit too choreographed sometimes, the way he moves. If he if he if you can fix that shit up, he's money, man. Like seriously. Uh, I, I he needs us to not start trying to be like you know a cruise raid doing all like the kick like all the like always alphabetic moves. So I seen other like doing all these moves that they, that they don't know they should do or not. Like right. I they they like they stare at like for, like Falcons like doing a move and, and like hesitate. Like I I hate that shit, especially during Lucha Libre matches. Right. I, I see that shit all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. But um, but Lucha Soares, he does need to work on his uh, in ring work a little bit, speed it up. Don't uh slow down, slow uh your strikes, strikes down. It's like um, similar to Miam when he does that uh freaking com not combination and right, uh, right. And in these, he does it. They had they had to move so fast in two uh, K. But once he does it, it's like, so like a freaking snail. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and like, that bothers me, man. I hate that. I hate that too. And I, and so you need to either stop doing that move or learn how to do it, do it a little bit faster, so he can, uh, you know, be more effective. One hundred percent agree, man. I mean, shit. I mean, it's not hard to book this shit, really, man. Especially with them. Pair up Anna Jane, Anna Jay, or sorry, Anna Jane now. With fucking Jungle Boy, get Luchasaurus to turn fucking heel and go all fucking heel on Marco's stunt like a piece of shit. Like, treat him like a piece of shit. Just remember when back in the day on Nitro when Nash threw fucking Rey Mysterio like a fucking dart? <laughs> I mean, yeah. like that, man. Fucking throw the motherfucker into a bin. I didn't give a fuck. Get him out of the, my fucking TV. Seriously, just. Like, it would work for Luchasaurus, man. Like, you know what I mean? It would... Because people would boo the shit out of him. Let's be real. I'd be cheering personally, as I'm sure you would. But when it comes to that shit, I mean, it, it's a good effect. Because you can do so much with stunt in terms of just launching the guy. You know what I mean? And, and, and he, heck, even him turning on, on Jungle Boy. Like, if that was smart, man, that would be in Anna J into the fucking story. Where Luchasaurus gets a little bit jealous, you know what I mean, of of Jungle Boy, to when you know we build up to that turn where it's just, it's shocking, you know what I mean? Like it's just totally shocking where he leaves Jungle Boy in a pool of blood, you know what I mean? 
Heck, even have the effect of blood around his teeth. Tell me that wouldn't look cool, like just dripping, like where he's just like an animal, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Even if it's a fucking blood capsule, I don't care. Just, just the whole image of that would look cool, man, you know? But what do I know, Michael? What I mean, seriously, what do I know? What do you know, dude? TK is the booker of the year, bro. He knows more than us, so what the yeah, fuck? We, we, yeah, we we're dumbasses. We don't know shit about uh, how to book shows. Bro, we're just fucking marks, apparently. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it is what it is, man. We don't know shit, even though we've been fans for how many years. But, hey, it is what it is. Anyway, moving on, we have another segment with Super Mark, Super Mark Sterling and Jade. That was shown backstage. They plugged their T-shirts. MJF, Sean Spears, and Warlow were interviewed by Alex Marvez. MJF called Marvez <laughs> Pig Vomit. And said nobody wants to hear his voice. MJF took credit for all the beatings tonight. He said he can't believe people are so upset at him for what he did to Dimalenko. He said he's too old <laughs> and informed to be involved in a dangerous industry like wrestling with his heart problem and Parkinson's disease. MJF also said he gave Malenko what none of you pause ever could, and that's an early retirement. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager appeared from off screen and started a big brawl. The action spilled out onto the ring where the, where the numbers advantage of the pinnacle eventually flipped things their way. MJF trapped Jericho on the mat and Spears was about to hit his elbow with a chair when Sammy Guevara made the save. Sammy grabbed the chair and hit Warlow and Spears on the shoulder with it. Guevara grabbed the microphone and said MJF likes to say he's better than him and he knows it. But on Wednesday, he would prove he's the best ever. <laughs> MJF <laughs> hid behind Warlow and yelled at Guevara from the stage. Whoopity whoop. But what's happening here, man? Why is Guevara suddenly becoming the man of, of the inner circle? And more importantly, people were calling him at one stage the next Eddie Guerrero. I didn't see it at first. I know, and I, and I trust me, I totally agree. But you know what? I'm starting to see his charisma, dude. He's, the kid's got something, man. I, I'm actually starting to like him, bro. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's no next Eddie Guerrero. But he's because he's quickly rising, dude. I mean, I'm starting to like him. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I started to think that these AEW montars are really <laughs> recent, saying that these AEW stars are the next A girl and the next walk. Like next thing you know, you gotta have. I mean, you already hearing it, but yeah, you gotta have John. See people saying, "Oh, John Martin, the next John Austin." <laughs> no. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but going at bump going back to Sam Guwala, um, Sam Guwala, I he a, a long, a long I'm more, once upon a time this guy was the biggest heel in the Indies, and right. I see him I see him wrestling in Indy, always starting off with like put him a finger up in somebody's face, <laughs> and he was he was a freaking asshole, maybe maybe a bigger asshole than freaking um MJF, but um he actually wrestled. Um, um, MGL, uh, uh, Sammy Guwawa now being the biggest bear face in AEW right now. Um, I'm, I, I'm all for it. I mean, I, this guy is good. I, I started becoming a fan of his too. And he really started to sign as, uh, like as the, the, the Spanish character in, uh, in AEW and him versus MGF. I kind of figured they were going to say this to be on a, like, have, like, have it be on one of the, one of the shows back on the, on the world. But I, I get that they try to have this uh, last show and play they play before you get back on the road right. and be at their one of the biggest shows. I get that, 
But um, Sam Gawar at the uh, at the biggest uh, the very phase of the group, uh, I I am all for it. Um, hopefully this means big things for Sam Gawar. I want my him challenge for the TNT Championship against Miro. Not not the AW World Championship. Don't 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 no, no, try no. to walk it. Don't try to walk on on this, this guy's back. <laughs> Let <laughs> but, it be a slow build, man. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, Sam War versus MJF gonna be a great match. Um, uh, as for MJF, aka Matro, take a fuff fuff face. I understand this whole him being a, in a in a faction, him being him being the leader of his own faction. This guy Thank must be you. Thank People you. hate this guy. People hate this guy so much. Why the fuck he has friends? Yes. Like, that's, that's, not only <laughs> that, that. Not only that. And I'm glad you fucking said that, dude. Because I've been saying this shit since the pinnacle was a thing. All right. Now let me ask you something, Mike. First of all. Now, if I if you're a fucking twenty, how what is he? Twenty five now, I believe. I think, right? Roughly. I, I believe so. Right, he's still a kid compared to us, anyway. Right, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. My point is, now he's supposed to be the leader of men, right? Now, why the fuck would these older guys like your FTR, your fucking perfect minus ten Sean Spears now? And 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 Tully Blanchard and and I'm thinking and Wardlow right. All right, Wardlow is a fucking he's a kid still pretty much. But anyway, the rest of them, why the fuck would they look up to some 25 year old young punk like MJF? To me, that doesn't make sense. And don't get me wrong, he is one of the best kids going in all of professional wrestling. The kid gets it. All right, it's got nothing to do with his talent. I get it. You know what I mean? He really is one of the best going around. Okay, I totally get it. Right, but how is he the leader of men? How the fuck? If I was look, man, I'm fucking, I'm 38. All right, you think I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking listen to a 25 year old little punk as my leader, as my boss? That shit don't make sense to me. I'll be like, fuck this little punk motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I can't wrap my head around. And on top of that, you call yourself the fucking pinnacle, yet none of you fucks have got a belt to even be fucking labeled as that, right? And two, you've got the fucking horseman fucking theme, like remix sort of thing. You know how they've sort of taken the horseman theme and sort of put it in the pinnacle theme? Heck, they even fucking stole the freaking colors of the horseman. You know what I mean? And they call themselves the fucking pinnacle, yet they don't have a fucking belt. Not one. What are they the pinnacle of? The fucking bins? I mean, <laughs> like seriously. I mean, what, what, what's what are? What, tell me, tell me, track. What pinnacle are they on top of? Because they ain't fucking on top of the mountain. That's for sure. I mean, maybe the big pinnacle of Dawson at the moment. But <laughs> yeah, at, there you at, go. <laughs> at, at this point, MJF match will take a fuck face. I oh. thought this guy was be part of the world championship picture by now but like this guy is literally uh i mean the whole the whole pinnacle and in, in a circle field should have been over at uh double nothing yeah i don't care i don't care that they won one mass a piece for uh pinnacle war won uh blood and guts in a circle one uh stay in stampede i don't care it was one 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 should have been over uh at at double nothing i agree but um 
unless MGF has this like has like you know, um, the pinnacle has like a like a chokehold, like they have he has like dirt on them, all, all, all of them. Then right. then it, it might it might sense, but like MGF, I don't believe him as a as a, a leader of, of a group because because he hates he people hate him he he hates people. So yeah, right. Him, exactly. him having a faction does not make sense to me. Um, but, he doesn't um, even need a faction either, dude. Exactly. I'm... He he he's good. He's good on his own. He doesn't right. need a faction. Maybe if he, it would it would just FTR, Sean Spears, and Bolo, and then maybe it would be a, a good. A, it still would have been a good faction. But if you have MJF in there as a leader, like yeah, it's popular. People are love, loving it right now at the like the top of heel faction because in the inner circle are bare facing now. But the, the pinnacle are not doing anything that are you know important. Like what how one of when how FTR win the tag championship tag championships again? But like they don't even do that. Well, dude, just like their name says, fuck the revival, bro. Yeah, fuck those guys. I, I would I would never <laughs> I would never big uh, FTR fan anyway. I mean, yeah, they they were good. They had great matches against like DIY and um. New Day, the Usos, like, like, but let's face it, guys are they try so hard to be like the Brain Busters. Exactly, and- I was just gonna say that shit. And spot on, bro. Spot the fuck on. And I was gonna fucking bring that up. I'm glad you said that. And that sorry for getting overexcited just then, but it's fucking true, bro. Man, and not only are they want to be Brain Busters and they're trying so hard to be Tully and Arn, right? But motherfuckers, you guys are like four foot nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. They're a great tag team. As a team, they get it. They really do. I mean, and they're probably one of the best tag teams. But I was never their biggest fan either, man. And and to be fucking honest, man, you motherfuckers are just four foot fucking, I hate to say it, vanilla midgets. You know what I mean? So as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, fuck the revival, man. And if you motherfuckers want to take orders from a 25-year-old bitch then fuck the revival even more and i said that mjf you goose i'll say that but i'm not taking anything away from his fucking talent he really is he really is one of the best talents out there but fuck me dude like come on man and tully what the fuck what's wrong with this guy but anyway it is what it is whatever like i said fuck the pinnacle you aren't the pinnacle of anything he's the pinnacle of fucking dog shit and until they get some fucking belts, man, the pinnacle, the name, the pinnacle is just, yeah, it's for the trash. I mean, just like the name says, fuck the revival, fuck the pinnacle, Sean Spears. I don't, I don't understand what happened with him because you know what? I was a fan of fucking Ty Dillinger as the perfect 10. That guy, yeah, man. He was fucking mega over dude. He really was. And as, as we know, you know how WWE does when it comes to the main roster they just fucking from making you the perfect 10 to the fucking perfect fucking jobber bro you know what i mean and that's what he became and then he goes on to AEW, and the thing is he looks like you could take him more serious now and i want to take him more serious because he looks like a serious cat you know what i mean but then you're just a dummy man he comes across as a dumbass especially against fucking uh sammy guevara like, remember, like, back at Double or Nothing when uh, he dropped the fucking, was it the, um, the, what do you call it, man? The 
shit, man. I've gone blank. I can't even think. The the pliers. Oh fuck. When he left the pliers, um, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, you know what I'm talking about, anyway, right? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, folks. We've gone blank for some reason, but you get our drift. The point is, he fucking gets Sammy Guevara in handcuffs just for the idiot. What a dummy to drop the fucking the the pliers wherever the fuck they are, and for him to get out of it right away. I mean, geez, hate to be a dumbass, right, Sean? Anyway. Yeah, I remember. I remember him being a double nothing last year, having uh, Tully Blanchard's pisser on his dick. Right, yeah. When he, when he fought Dustin Wells. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, fuck. It is what it is. So, yeah, I mean, what, what do you do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, we move on. We, we have Miro giving a backstage promo and offered a prayer to keep himself <laughs> strong and his hot wife flexible. That popped me, i, I got to say, right? <laughs> He then addressed Brian Pillman Jr. and said he didn't respect his he did he didn't respect his champion and he would have to find out why he's God's favorite champion and his redeemer next Wednesday on Dynamite. Miro from being a fucking jobber has become money, bro. This is what he was meant to be, and I'm loving this shit right now. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Miro right now is he's he's killing it. He's I, I, I'm going for, i say he's a better heel champion than uh, Kenny Omega. Um, I, I'm the I'm a big Kenny Mark, and I hate to admit, but you're, you've hit the nail on the head, dude. He fucking is. He's, he's elevating that TNT championship. He really is, dude. And, you know, in my opinion, you know, we're having a laugh on last week's skirmish, <laughs> saying, you know what, fuck it. Miro should get the TNT title, the TBS title, the fucking TV championship, whatever the fuck. The AEW World Title, the AEW Women's Title, the NWA Women's Title, the the WCW Tag Team Cruiserweight Titles, fuck it, give him all those fucking the WWE European Championship, fuck it, just give Miro absolutely everything. I don't care if it's fucking what gender it is, just give him everything, man, because that dude is the shit right now. That not only is is it his mannerisms, right? Like you said, he's killing it. The way he's fucking cutting his promos, he's killing it. He looks fucking great. He looks better than ever. And I think he's totally elevated himself onto a whole new level, man. I don't understand why they started him the way they did, the way when he first came into AEW. But man, right now, they're fucking doing him justice. And thank fucking God, because I was worried about him for a long time, bro. But I'm just happy that he's getting his just, man. Yeah, I, I I'm happy too. Um, Miro, uh, Miro, um, he, him calls out the God, God's very champion is funny as hell, and it's like I like how he he's playing off off that, and having like start on world prayer every time he does the ball yeah. is funny, right. and he he you can tell it, it's Miro. It's not not booked by TK. It's, it's you can tell that that's all Miro because that's how his per. Is outside of Westland. Right. He's just a he's a he's just a funny uh, uh charismatic guy. He and is. He has, and he is uh damn damn good in the ring too. And I'm glad he they they uh, showcase him how good he really is. And just pretty much saying, hey, fuck you, WWE. Gonna have a world champion in your hands. What fucking idiots WWE are, right? I mean, seriously, bro. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with that company? Anyway, I mean, there's no point of even trying to think what the fuck, right? I hope Lana does come in. You know what I mean? Why not? I mean, 
fuck it, I wanted to be that fucking, you know, the, the ravishing Russian again. Why not, man? I mean, fuck it. Even though he doesn't need a mouthpiece anymore. And, he, and when you really think about it, remember back when he first started in WWE, he couldn't talk for shit, bro. I mean, really, his English wasn't that great. But man, now <laughs> he can talk. He doesn't even need his wife around. But I would still have her there just for the sake it's them two. But she doesn't need to be his mouthpiece. She can just be there just for looks. I couldn't give a shit. Just the fact that he's fucking killing it, man. I'm happy for him. Like I said, give him everything. Just give him everything now. I'll be happy if he wins the AEW world title and still keep and hold on to that TNT championship and just be a monster, bro. Just be a fucking killer. Just just fucking run over everybody. But we'll see. Uh, you know, Tom will tell. I mean, I, I do see, see uh, Lana going to AEW only because they got to have like a mixed tag team feel with uh, Miro and Lana versus Kip and uh, uh, Penelope. I mean, I, I, think, I do think that that's how that's what they got to build up to. And if that's the case, then cool. But we all, I mean, Lana's not that good in the rings. She's getting better, but she's not perfect. Penelope, she's not that bad either, but she's not perfect. I think she's but underrated, I, I do, dude. Well, I actually liked her back in the Ring of Honor days. Well, not, not Ring of Honor. Like, I think back to her indie days. And, like, I, th I think she can wrestle a lot better than people give her credit for, man. I've seen her have some decent matches in pre-AEW. When I say decent, I'm not talking about barn burners here. I'm just saying, the way that she's portrayed in AEW... They make it seem like she can't wrestle, like, at all. All right, last week was yeah. an exception, right? Because she won, surprisingly. But, <laughs> but, but, but nevertheless, why pair her up with fucking... Uh, I know that's her real... Uh, Kip Sabian, whatever the fuck his name is. That's her real yeah. boyfriend, isn't it? Her husband. They got married. Oh, they're married now. Okay, well, he's, he's one lucky motherfucker. I mean, I don't <laughs> know what she sees in fucking Vanilla Midgets, but it is what it is. I mean, hey... Why am I being a hater, right? <laughs> but, I mean, she did date uh, Joe Jordanello, so... Yeah, I mean, she's dated a few guys, apparently. But you know what? I, I used to I used to think she was hot stuff. She doesn't look as good as she used to, but it is what it is. I mean, she's still she's still all right. But where they go with her, I don't know. Who knows? Where they go with Kip Sabian, I hope they do what you said. Make Miro just kill Kip Sabian anyway. Just destroy him, eat him alive. And heck, even Lana can wrestle a lot better than what she was fucking, what she was capable of just a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? So, fuck it. Why not? You know what I mean? But anyway, we move on to the next match between Ethan Page with Scorpio Sky against Bear Bronson uh, with, Bear, with Bear Boulder. <laughs> Dude, I mean, Page slaps Bronson across the face. Bronson was enraged and landed a series of hard rights. Page landed a kick to the gut, mocked Bronson, who immediately power slammed him for a two count. Bronson then followed up by slamming him into the turnbuckle. Bronson made a dive to the floor, and Sky shoved Page out of the way and took the brunt of it. Anyway, look, I can go on and on, but the point is, Ethan Page defeats Bear Bronson in about 10 minutes. And I don't know what you think of Ethan Page. P personally, He's got something. I preferred him when he was part of the North back in Impact Wrestling. I don't like his ego's edge only because it's just such a rip of the Razor's edge and, you know, outside his edge, whatever. 
what does ego's edge even fucking mean like seriously like what does it mean what's an ego's edge i, I have no idea i heard what a leg on my ego i heard what, uh uh like Razor's uh, Razor's-ass-outsiders-ass-I-heard-those-things-but-like-Razor's-ass-he-goes-as-is-a-stupid-ass-name-I-need-to-change-it-up-I-mean-I-don't-I-don't-mind-a-move-I-mean-I-heard
till now. Uh, I, I, I can't wait for this match. That's all I gotta say. And I agree, man, because I was a fan of Darby Allen back in Evolve as well. I mean, like, I won't say I was a huge fan of his or anything, but like, I, I saw the kid had something, man. You know what I mean? And his gimmick hasn't changed from those days. I remember, didn't he wrestle fucking Velveteen Dream as well? In, in Evolve? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did, yeah, but he lost. But still, it was, a, it was a decent match. And correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he part of a tag team at one stage as well? Um, Where the, his tag team partner looked exactly the same as him, pretty much. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I wasn't. I, I didn't. I, he wasn't known as being a tag team wrestling guy. Right. Was, no. No. I you're right. Him, yeah. I saw him wrestling in mostly singles matches in, in the Indies. Okay, because I remember he was in a short-lived tag team. I could be wrong. I don't know why I pictured this right, but I know it was in. It was during the his Evolve run, and it's a shame that he didn't sign with WWE. He was about to. They were close. But he he's the one that rejected them, funny enough, because he felt like he wasn't going to get a decent run. And in hindsight, he's probably right. You know what I mean? They would have looked at him and be, oh, look how small the special Triple H. Oh, you know, look at this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously. And, you know, me, me and Chris used to joke around and call him, you know, Meth Sting, right? And he's before Sting even appeared, which is even funnier. We were saying that he's like the Meth version of Sting, even though really... I think he's very, very similar to Jeff Hardy, like a young Jeff Hardy. I think if Jeff Hardy makes the move to AEW, I think pairing them two would really work. You can almost have a new Hardy Boys with them two. Like, you know, like remember the new Rockers? Have a fucking new fucking <laughs> Hardy Boys, except you can call yourselves the Derby Boys or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? He, he can change his name to Meth Hardy. Meth? <laughs> you know what's funny about that, though? They could both be hitting the mess together, bro, because I'm sure Jeff fucking, you know... I'm a fan of Jeff's, but he likes to party hardy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, hey, but tell me, don't be, be, but truthfully, tell me that wouldn't work, man. I don't mind that, that pairing in AEW then versus uh, another Hardy Boys reunion with Batman right. Jeff. Oh, please no. And I'm a fan of Sting and, and, uh, and Darby Allen together. Right. Matt Hardy not... Um... The, the best shape right now. I mean, oh. yeah, he, he looks he looks great, but I mean, he get he gets slow. At least Jeff Hardy still moving in the ring, he can, he can still still go. Right? So, yeah, man. At sixty two years old, and the motherfucker can still go. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like I can't believe it, and and it trips me out, man. Because I met Sting years ago, man, back in two thousand, and yes, I went to a Nitro and Thunder back in two thousand. <laughs> You, yeah, I know, it was tough. But, hey, I got to meet Sting. I got to get his autograph and shit like that. And sure, Sting was a lot younger back then. But he's a good guy, man. I had nothing but a great experience with Sting. And I'm sure he's still a great guy right now. I felt bad for him, though, because when I was talking to him, it felt like everybody was scared to approach him. Like, you know what I mean? A bit intimidated. So the second I approached him and started talking to him, and he was talking back with me, everyone started circling, man. And the minute I took off, Everyone just stayed around and started talking to him. I'm like, damn, sorry, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my bad. But but anyway, after the match, Paige grabbed the grabbed the mic and said he wasn't stupid. He said he knows for a fact that Darby Allen isn't done with him, and he isn't done with him either. Paige said he would be the it would be the nail in the co in Darby's coffin. He then repeated himself a couple of times and said he might as well put him in one. He then challenged him to a coffin match in Miami on July seventh. Why a coffin match, though, dude? 
I mean, is Undertaker coming? Are we going to get Mean Mark Calloway back in a in a professional wrestling ring? Wouldn't that be a thing? Sting versus fucking Mean Mark in an AEW fucking ring, bro. Well, I mean, hell, uh, having it be a coffin match because you know it, probably Ireland had to coffin drop, coffin coffin match kind of right. makes sense. But when and, you think of you know, coffins, though, man, you think of Taker, no matter what. I don't care if he's got a coffin drop and blah, 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 coffin this. I mean, come on. I mean, it would have been better if he would make it a, a buyback match. Because yeah. Darby Allen carries a, dar- a buyback every time right. he, he was in the ring. Fuck it. Even if it was a Tony Hawk's fucking skateboard match. I mean, <laughs> makes more sense, right? I mean, I'm only joking, by the way, about that. I wouldn't want to see that. The point is, you can even have a fucking bat on a pole match. You know, we can go back to the Russo days. Fuck it. Why not? You know what I mean? But a coffin match, that's cool and I'm sure it'd be great. But I would love to see Taker just rise from it, man, and then just point at Sting. You know what I mean? And since we can't call him Undertaker, we can call him the Underpants Taker. I mean, we can call him uh, Mean Mark Callus, is in the callus on your hands. I mean... What, what, I mean, what can you call him? Just Mean Mark, even. Fuck it. The American fucking Mean Mark. And I'm not talking about uh, the Marky fans out there. I'm I'm talking about Mean Mark Calloway. <laughs> you get to call him the Overtaker. Overtaker, true. That's true. Yeah. Instead of the Undertaker, the Overtaker. Why not? And he can come out instead of a bike. He'll come out with a fucking car, man, because he overtakes people. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it. Hey, you know what? Spark plug mean Mark Calloway, bro. Shout outs to Bob Holly. <laughs> anyway, we're just fucking around. You know what I mean? I'm just talking shit. But man, yeah, look, I know Undertaker's not going to appear. He's not going to be anywhere near that coffin. Heck, fuck it. He should be fucking in a coffin by this point in, in terms of professional wrestling, not in real life. <laughs> Don't ever come out of retirement, dude, please. But if TK was smart, you know, Fans wanted to see that Sting Undertaker match. He's got some fucking moolah in his pocket, I'm sure. I'm sure if Daddy Khan would understand that it's, you know, Overtaker against fucking the Stinger, even if they're at 60 years old, dude, I'm all for it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. I think I think Daddy Khan is too busy buying rights to like 80s, 90s songs as theme songs. True. As, as he's done major stars that are freezing about time someone brought that up because the fact that he fucking pays for all these old school 80s 90s fucking <laughs> washed up fucking songs right why i mean don't these motherfuckers have someone decent to write their shit you know what i mean to do their music anyway the point is he will run out of money if you're gonna pay for those sort of rights forever like he says I mean, that, man, it's got to cost a fucking fair bit, right? I mean, how much would that cost? Yeah, they're not, they're not fucking expensive. Yeah, well, well, but look at WWE. I mean, they, they, I mean, they are expensive, but, you know. Well, fuck, it's out of our reach, that's for sure, you know what I mean? I mean, I couldn't afford that shit, damn. <laughs> but, but, but in saying that, I mean, WWE ain't stupid. You think they fucking paid for rights? Hell no. You know what I mean? That's why they're the fucking billion-dollar company that they are, you know what I mean? Come on. Even, even though their music sucks nowadays, right? But they have freaking Def Rebel, whatever the fuck they they call it. So they're having the same theme songs that then freaking Bailey, Sevons, is all whatever the fuck. They not they not gonna go out of their way and pay 
uh, mainstream songs to be wrestling theme songs. And no matter how many, no matter how many, if you want, we want to see a freaking um, Carmella go out, come out to a freaking Iggy Azalea song, uh, uh, or whatnot. Then, uh, I mean, one the one thing he, Vince McMahon is not is stupid when it comes to money. Exactly. He still bought a, a lot of things as as a fucking uh, good source, but um, make it like uh, buying songs to major songs, they can have them be theme songs to wrestlers. And that's why WWE is fucking worth as much as it is, man. Because Vince McMahon ain't no dummy, except for when it comes to the product. But that's another story. But anyway, I guess we both agree. You know, we're looking forward to that. But moving right along, after the match, Reba and Britt Baker gave a pre-taped interview. Baker said she would ask for a football team or a car instead. Vicky Guerrero asked for a wrestling match. She said she doesn't care how old she is. She'll kick her ass in, the, in their tag team match on Wednesday. Vicky was then shown, and they said their tag match was about establishing Nyla Rose as a number one contender. Vicky then said Rose would challenge Baker for the title at Fighter Fest. Rose said she would have to deal with the Beast, but they should watch out for the claws of the Cougar. Ugh. I don't even know if we should even talk about this shit. I don't even know why I read that shit. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, who gives a fuck? Seriously. Um, you, you, we hear Ricky Guerrero saying that her and Andrade have a big announcement. Excuse me? We, we hear that... Uh, <laughs> I'm, joking, and... I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, bro. I had to do that. I should have seen that coming. You should have. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, sorry, but continue on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they say they gotta have a big announcement, and um, my part of me is like, I I hope is Selena the intro that as the like be a part of the group, cause cause let's 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 everybody want to see that you on Andrade, and right. it's like, I also, this the pairing with um her her and Andrade, uh, it makes yeah it makes more sense than her and uh Nia Rose, cause I still don't understand why they they pair them up. Her. Um, the Wells, she is a she is a beast. No pun intended. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> oh shit! God, no, 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 no pun intended. But just yeah, it's true. She's a beast, all right. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. But but seeing her in the in the championship uh, picture again, I I don't I don't care for it because we she wasn't really that that uh good of a champion in the first place. Uh, right. you, ha- you have you have a massive woman division as it is. Why can't you build up someone from that uh, woman division? I don't care if she's number number one in the, the top rankings. Y'all know that rankings don't mean shit. But <laughs> we can build up. Dude, don't you know that wins and losses matter, bro? Come on. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 matter if you if you're a big star. But <laughs> as far as um freaking not not a woes, she's not a big star anymore. Maybe she was with these when she first time at AEW. I know they're trying to play, play out the fact that she's part of uh, the uh, LBDQ community, the gay community. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the easy way of saying it. But she doesn't need to be, be, be part of what uh, the world, uh, championship uh, picture anymore. Build, build someone like Red Velvet. I mean, where where, where is he? Let's not talk. All the black weapons. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> I hate to say that, but you said it, dude. 
And is it just me? But is it done for a reason? Dark black wrestlers? I don't want to fucking read too much into it, but I mean, you know not saying? many, not the main. They're not not many black wrestlers on dark team, like, like as 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 were before. But they still black wrestlers on there, right? Uh, they have they had that this one guy that got his first win today. I, I believe he was like had like forty losses, <laughs> more losses than freaking Lee Johnson. But he got his first win on on Dynamite on Black History Month because he's yeah, Cody. Fucking, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. And and these AEW marktards out there, I swear, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if they're wearing blindfolds while they're watching the match. I mean, watching the show. Oh, and I hate to say it because I'm probably get heat here. Or are they the biggest dummies in all of professional wrestling, bro? I mean, and I'm not gonna lie, I've had some fucking arguments with some AEW marktards, bro. And when I say arguments. They'll even turn around and say to me, oh, I've only just gotten into professional wrestling like the last year or two. So why the fuck are you arguing with me for? But anyway, there's nothing wrong with that, right? The point is, man, they they got to take off these AEW fucking sunnies, man. They got to take the shades off, man. Because they there's a lot of fucking fans that really don't see the bullshit. And I'm legitimately mean that. The bullshit politics these motherfuckers play, man. Because they fucking play games, bro. And it's fucking... It's there for everyone to see. And if you can't see that shit, I don't know what to say to you, man. True. There's no double standard. Like, don't, don't make it seem like AW can't do no wrong. Or right. like, like, any promotion that can do no wrong. We, can, I mean, me and jo- me, Jago, H.R. Brown, we, we crap on New Japan whenever they do something stupid. Like, putting right. the tiles on evil. Great show, um, by the but, way. The, the last Destino, I thoroughly enjoyed that, man. Uh, thank, thank you. I had a lot of fun doing that show with Jargo and Adrian no Brown. Shout out um, to, to Jargo and and Atrek Brown. Yeah, definitely. But um, we, we know, like like I said uh, before, we 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 did it with the recording. Nobody, no Western promos is perfect. So right. stop making it seem like AEW is the like the greatest thing ever because it's not. There's there's a lot of shit they doing behind the scenes or. Right in front of our, our faces, we just not seen it. We just every just we just crap on WWE every time they do something stupid all the time. But it's like, don't be don't be like Red Edwards fan that's just like sits that just sits on one promotion and just kisses the ass of another. Right. Just see the wrongs of every promotion and see all the all the all the rights from from the promotion too. Make it have it be like an equal uh, playing field. Don't just yeah. don't just sit on everything else and claim that every one one promotion is perfect. Yeah, and right now, let's be honest, man. Let's be real honest here. Right now, I think every promotion in, in professional wrestling right now, maybe other than MLW, which seems to be doing all right. Not that I've been really following it, but even New Japan lately, and I'm a big New Japan mark. I don't know if you can see in the background, but I've got my Kazuchika Okada autograph, fucking. Uh, what do you call it, man? 8x10 and, and Tanahashi. I met both of them too. And <laughs> Okada's a character, bro. But that's, that's I'll tell you that off the air. But anyway, Tanahashi is a sweetheart, dude. Exactly how I pictured it. It's weird, bro. I got along with him really well. But anyway, um, man, even New Japan, I don't know what the hell's happening. I'm, I'm happy that Shingo is, is champion right now. But at the same time, their booking is been unusually weird <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's they haven't been like themselves lately i don't know what's up with that 
It is what it is, which is a shame because you can always rely on New Japan for good professional wrestling, bro. In terms of storylines, just booking. Do you know what I mean? But lately, even there, they haven't been the greatest, man. I'm tired. I'm tired of people saying that. Oh, it's the, the pandemic. It's like COVID happened. Oh, Listen, come on. COVID is pretty much over with. It's still we still got a long way to go, but. Don't make it the excuse saying, oh, it's a big, bad pandemic. That's why the uh, Western has been sucking. No, the pandemic is pretty much over. Everybody, every Western promotion now now is uh, going to be on, on the road. They're going to have, have fans and attendance. Right. So, so if this, if this is the pan- pandemic, let's see how well they do when on the road, when they're on, on the road again. Because I'm pretty sure we're all going to suck, gonna keep on sucking, even though last two weeks had not been that bad. But yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what everybody's been telling me, and I haven't even been watching it. So, but I'm going to tune yeah, in I, again this week because of the fans coming back, only because it will bring a different dynamic. Yeah, but like, they, it, the fans do help. They do help uh, a West promotion. I mean, the NFT was dying for a little bit because the fans were not in, in, in attendance. Same with AEW, but now the fans are start to come back to every every promotion uh, all around the world. And it's like, let's see if they do do better. They don't do better than the whole pandemic excuse. Don't have to fuck out the window, right? Exactly. No doubt about it, man. I totally agree. Well, anyway, moving on, we've got the bunny with with the blade versus Chris Stantlander with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Anyway, the bunny char- charged at Stantlander to start, but got dumped with the waist lock takeover. She then landed a couple of arm drags, but Bunny returned fire with a slap across the face. Stantlander replied with a kick and a body slam. She then landed punches in the corner. The bunny slipped out. Stantlander attempted a, a handstand on the turnbuckle for some fucking weird reason. I don't even know why she did that, which looked stupid and dumb. But then again, she must be a dumb alien. I don't know. And Bunny kicked her and sent her out to the floor. Bunny dominated the action during the break. They traded punches as the show returned. Stantlander landed a blue thunderbomb but couldn't make a, a strong cover and got a two count. Stantlander climbed to the second rope, but Bunny pulled her down and landed a super kick for a near fall. The blade distracted the referee and tossed Bunny her knuckles. Orange Cassidy stole them for her and Stantlander landed Big Bang Theory for the win in about eight minutes. Now, what was she doing that stupid handstand? That was dumb. I, I have no idea. Uh, it was Stantlander, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Stantlander. She... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. It looked weird, dude. She sort of was in the corner. She got, I think, hit. And then she was in the corner and done a handstand just to get kicked right in the face. Like, it just looked dumb, man. It looks stupid. And as far as uh, Blade goes, man, that motherfucker looks sunburnt big time. How red did he look? He looked like a lobster, bro. And just he, hit. He more sunburnt than, than Gallows. <laughs> yeah. Gallows, I'll, I'll get onto him later on, but uh, don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, uh, look, man, it was nothing. I like Stantlander. Bunny shouldn't even be wrestling, man. Really, I- I'm sorry. She just looks goofy. She-, she looks like she's got. She just looks like a goof, bro. Like I-, I can't explain it. Like I just don't. She doesn't look like a professional wrestler. I'm sorry if people don't agree with me, but I just find her. I don't know, man. Not my I mean, type. I, I mean, Ali or the, or the bunny. Um, yeah. she's not that. She's not that bad. Bad in the ring. I mean, I've seen her uh, uh, wrestle a couple times. I saw her live once uh, a couple years ago. 
Um, she's not that bad. I just, I just don't like the fact that they literally have these women that you, you, we, we used to watch in the Indies just right. be just used poor, poorly. Like freaking Leeward Base. Like what the hell is going on, Leeward Base? Like the librarian, really? Blue I pants, bro. Stuff. Blue pants. How over was she as blue pants? I mean, she's. Do you old, remember that old, shit? Yes, he was over, also over in uh, everywhere she goes in the Indies. See what? No, tell me about it, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why? Why? I'm, like, I don't get it. She's a great wrestler too, bro. That's yeah. what I don't understand, man. And you're so right about when it comes to Lever Bates. I don't get it. That that right. chick can fucking go, bro. And mate, that, and people seem to forget when she was in NXT and and motherfuckers were chanting blue pants. You telling me she wasn't fucking over? Man, she was fucking mega over, dude. And you know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Liberian, Lever Bates. You can call, why can't you call it blue pants anyway? I mean, it's fuck it. I, but I think people have forgotten that she was blue pants. I think mean, people have forgotten that she she is uh, uh one of the best, like best wrestlers, best characters out there. She really? top plays For almost real? every. Every anime character, every, every wrestler they it's can think true. of, and it's like she's she's that damn good. I just wish she has more, have more uh, time on TV. I just I hate that they what they doing with her. As for Statlander, the 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 guy he's dumbest alien. Um, <laughs> this chick. <laughs> I mean, I I used to I used to like I was a bit I was a fan of uh, Statlander when, she, when I first saw her in in, in the Indies. Me w, too, man. But like. Right. I was like, this chick just got, got off of a 20 CL. Why the fuck are you doing uh, carving on a fucking uh, rope? You like, tell you, me, you, bro. <laughs> it, it's bad enough you did a, a suicide dive and you uh, on someone that wasn't even part of the match and you fucked your knee up in the first place. So <laughs> I was like, why are you doing this? And, 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 and I mean, now, now I'm glad that they didn't, they didn't put the bell on you because you're, you're a fucking idiot. Right, right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. So, uh, for all the... For all the Statlander fans out there, I'm sorry, but at least you see the dumbass. Maybe if she start start actually, you know, wrestling like as a like a like a beast as he was in the Indies, right. maybe I could, maybe I could I'll be a fan of her again. But at, at at this point, no, fuck you, fuck uh, Orange Cassidy, and fuck <laughs> and fuck Chuck Taylor for that, uh, for that matter. <laughs> oh man, Chuck Taylor, fucking God bless his fucking little heart, bro. Seriously, fuck him anyway. I agree, and. Orange fucking Cassidy with a stupid orange punch. Ha ha. I get it. We get it, right? But, man, is this what professional wrestling is? Like, think about this, dude. Imagine we still had Joey Ryan around, right? With Orange Cassidy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? We got fucking dick swings going around, orange punches, and I'm not talking about the drink or the punch, whatever you want to call it. Uh, man, in my day, when you used to go to work, right? You'd work. If you had, if you got caught with your hands in your pocket, right? You'd cop a fucking. You'd cop a fucking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Am I wrong? Am I wrong in saying that? It's true. If I saw a motherfucker, if I was the boss and I saw a motherfucker with his hands in his pockets, I kid you not, man, I'd fucking grab that motherfucking arm and just be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is what I think every time I see him fucking do this shit. Not to mention, what are you doing? Scratching your balls? And what the fuck is this shit? Like, 
Am I even doing it right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just like fucking. What does that even mean? Like you're half okay. You're a limp dick. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I just don't get it, bro. Like, <laughs> but whatever, man. He's got his fan base. I, I, I don't get it. I was gonna say I get it, but I just don't get it. The only part I do get, he's got a gimmick, which is fine because the guy needs something, right? And he's different. But I'm sorry, man. Motherfuckers that wrestle with their hands in their pockets and and cunts allow. And what's this stupid fucking kick? That's the only thing that makes me laugh, all right? It makes me laugh because of how silly it looks. And I love when wrestlers react to where they just fuck the shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, how dare you fucking do that shit? That's how I would react. You know what I'm saying? Imagine he did that to JBL, for example, all right? And I'm not talking about fucking John Bradshaw Layfield. I'm talking about APA JBL. Even Justin Hawk Bradshaw days, right? He would clothesline him to hell, literally. He would take his fucking head off if he fucking done one of those silly fucking stupid ass kicks, bro. Whatever the fuck it is. I mean, come on. Like, that's the only thing that would pop me is seeing him get his ass kicked from doing silly shit like that, bro. I was just kicking. I was just kicking the balls and then walk away. <laughs> oh, dude, remember? Was it double or nothing? Yeah, it was. Was it Kenny that? Or no, it was Park. The way he kicked him in the balls, that looked legit, bro. <laughs> that looked like a fucking shoot. Like I mean, he went bang. He punted that motherfucker like straight in the cojones, bro. I mean, that looks for, for real. You know what I'm saying? But it's disrespectful, I mean, my, man. I mean, Orange Cassidy. I I, I want to like this guy. I really did, but soon as seeing as doing the, the same set over and over again, it's like it's fucking annoying. I get it. He's a he has a gimmick. It's over as hell. More power, pull more power to you. We like like it, but like <laughs> seeing this guy in the world championship match at but nothing with Pac King Omega, two of the best wrestlers of all time. Ugh, like right, it it was a laugh at dark. It was. Like, it's like you don't you don't see freaking um. Uh, what's a fucking comic wrestler? Um, R Truth challenging for uh, Woman Reign for the New World Championship <laughs> on SmackDown. Right. No, you don't do. Or even uh, Dominic Mysterio, for that matter. Uh, but like having him in a championship match with Pac and Omega was just stupid as hell. We we knew he wasn't gonna win, and thank God he didn't. But like, stay 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 on fall fall away from World Championship. This guy doesn't doesn't need to be a, a champion at AEW. I agree. And you know what? I don't even think he needs the fucking a title belt anyway, man. I'm not, and like I said, I'm not a fan of his, but he's fucking over. I'll give him that, all right? Because you know these Mark Tuds love shit like that. I mean, what can I say? If this is what professional wrestling has come to, <laughs> I don't know, man. These people just don't know what fucking good professional wrestling or professional wrestlers are anymore. How's that fucking? expectations gone that fucking low bro that this is what gets over now you know what i mean oh. Oh, fucking unbelievable man but it is what it is good on him more power to him like you said whatever <laughs> but man like i said if he if i ever saw him with his hands in his pocket i don't know bro <laughs> anyway let's fucking move along to eddie kingston in a backstage promo and said the way they will take out the young bucks for real he said they took people out in wrestling not in real life and he's done that right he said the way they would really hurt them is to bruise their egos and take their world tag team championships 
Penta then spoke up and said that the Young Bucks like to hear themselves talk and they would shut them up on Wednesday. Now, Track, let me ask you something. <laughs> is Penta a fucking jobber now, bro? And, and, and since when is Penta... What happened to the Lucha brothers? They're not brothers anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. I mean, it changes almost every other month. And how many fucking pop. groups is he in, bro? Triangles, <laughs> squares, circles, death triangles, lucha fucking triangles. What the fuck is this shit, bro? <laughs> and since when is Eddie Kingston is so now? Let me get this straight. I thought Eddie Kingston's best friend was Moxley, was it not? Yeah, but since Marcy's out uh, with uh, an injury, is this him? Yeah, yeah, uh, injury. Or, uh, pull the him, handbrake, uh, Mox. Care? Pull the handbrake, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, continue on. <laughs> I mean, he's out with an injury because of, you know, he got taken out by the young boys at double nothing. But it, we all know we all know the deal. He got, he's taking care of the baby with Renee at home. Yep. And he's a dude. He's he taking a break like, like no more fucking wrestlers to do. Cody, um, <laughs> uh, uh, like, <laughs> oh shit! I, I don't know what's going on with John, with, um, Kingston and uh, Penta. One minute is Penta and Penta and Phoenix, and it's Phoenix and Park and Park and Phoenix. <laughs> uh, like, and now Kingston is now hanging out with Park, uh, Penta again, his best friend now again. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. Wait, did I don't know what they with Kingston? I, I really don't. One man, he's uh, one man, he's going out to the TD Championship. Next man, he feud with Marcy. Then they didn't, they there. Marcy and Kingston teaming up. Now Marcy's out, and then he got to be teaming up with um, Paul Penta for the titles. Like, what, what the fuck, dude? This just sounds like a bad episode of Mauro's Place back in the day, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, he's talking about, he's talking about, you know, what they do on the other channel. <laughs> what well, I mean. What they do on the other channel, you can treat like what like you you're on the other channel. So, <laughs> what we what, what what's going on here, uh, Kingston? I mean, for first of all, them talking about WWE taking shots of WWE. I don't care if it's on camera or off camera. Shut the fuck up, all right? I tell you, I tell you, talking shit about WWE or any promotion for that matter. Because if you're, if, I mean, if you you get to sit on on AW. Let's look at look at how good you were in WWE or vice versa. It was like you don't hear WWE guys talking stuff about AEW guys. That right, was, exactly. There's it's very rare they they do, but I hear I hear more people at AEW, right? That's on social media or on TV to talk shit, taking shots of WWE every time. Always, they get. It's like, always, it's like suck, suck the fuck up, like <laughs> do 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 you do you boo boo. They stop yeah, taking exactly. sides. Do you boo boo? Stop taking sides at WWE because you know, <laughs> keep on taking sides at WWE. You're not gonna be as good at as big as WWE. So shut up. <laughs> so keep on doing you. You know what's fucking awesome that you brought up boo boo. Hey boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing the week before, bro. I swear to God, I was I started doing the yogi and fucking and boo boo fucking talk, and you just done the boo boo. So hey boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> and it popped me man because i did the exact same thing hey but it's true what you said man i mean fuck I, i've lost fucking i don't know what the fuck is going on with this shit bro like i said it's it's legitly bipolar booking bro they're they're fucking 
and it's it's weird because sometimes I feel like AEW has become a parody of professional wrestling in many ways. I mean, it's weird saying that, but I, I'm not I'm not lying. It comes across like that, which is weird because isn't professional wrestling a parody of actual fighting? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like so. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but the fact is, it does come across that way sometimes, and they need to get rid of some of this goofy shit, man. Too much goof shit goes on in that company, bro. Yeah, you know, it's just I, I I don't I don't mind the whole comedy uh, aspect of it, but it's it's getting you got you got you guys have a little bit too much comedy uh, aspect in it. Like uh, you got Orange Cash, you got the freaking Ringman with um P. Avalon and uh. Nick, uh, uh, his, uh, oh, the wingman, <laughs> and you have, um, King, Kingston and Penta and, and Marshley, and you got the fuck, uh, Young Bucks, the, uh, the Young Bucks, uh, Gallows and Anderson, yeah, yeah, the, the good sisters, I've got the my good sisters, guys. that's it, the good bitches, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, I'm glad you, you reminded me of something, dude, and I forgot to mention, I should have brought this up earlier, but have you noticed a trend in AEW? Have you noticed the baby faces win by via doing heel tactics, bro? Yeah, I, I know that a lot. And what it's like, the fuck is up with that shit? It says I, I get that they don't want to do the whole heel versus heel faces thing, but like, how can, I don't get a baby face team doing heel tactics and a heel team doing baby face tactics. I don't. I, I mean, like I just saw it tonight at a, on a NFT. Um, you have Johnny uh, Gargano. Who has been a heel for a, a year, uh, attacking uh, Killer Cross, and yeah. he's now he now getting cheered like a bay face again. Like I don't I don't get it. This is I, I I see what they they do uh doing the whole like bay face heel tactics thing. I see him done it in WWE before with uh, with, with the New Day, right? Attacking the champions for over a year, and since I don't I don't get that. Are you are you a heel or, or a face? Pick 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 you know, pick one. And if you're gonna be a face. Does that mean it's like let's let's all gang up five on one and win a match? I mean, doesn't isn't that what the heels do? So I'm supposed to feel happy for the baby faces for doing these type of fucking you know because they're too shit to fucking win <laughs> normally. Whereas the heels are the ones that are getting screwed all the time, dude. And mind you, who's a fucking a, a big baby face right now? And don't say Orange Cassidy. I'm being serious here. Like, who's a legit babyface? Legit. You could say Eddie Kingston, but not really. You know, he's kind of in the middle. He's a tweener to me. I mean, the perfect example of uh, babyface being heels are the Dark Order. They bring in, like, 10, yeah. 20 people at, at, at ringside every match. And yeah, I and, know, they, I know, and they're still losers, bro. Yeah, I still don't know if they got to have... If they, I don't know if Tate Conte is part of the group. But they always they always show up when she's having matches and they didn't know establish her being part of the dog order, which is kind of dumb in my opinion. But um, as far as who is the who's uh, like a big babyface now, the only thing I could think of is Marshley. But then again, you he's see, also, even he's got the shades of gray, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I just I, I can't think. I mean, you can you can say uh, Heyman Pace. Yeah, he's probably the biggest babyface, really. Like, and I was thinking that. He's probably the biggest baby face. And that's that. And Orange Cassidy, I guess. Like, in terms... Oh, okay, sorry. Jungle Boy, obviously. Right? He's probably the biggest baby face right now. I know, it's laughable. 
but you know i'm trying to be i'm trying to be as unbiased as possible here and because of the song, which way is all because of that damn damn song? One hundred percent. No, I agree, man. And I fucking hate that damn song. And then the second I hear that shit, it fucking drives me nuts, man. Speaking of Jungle Boy, though, we're up to uh, the main event track, which is Kenny Omega against Jungle Boy for the AEW World Championship. Don Callis sat in on commentary. Omega backed Jungle Boy into the corner and slapped him in the chest. Jungle Boy applied an arm twist and Omega responded by pulling him down by his hair. Omega landed some chops and and Jungle Boy returned the favor. He then tried some springboard offense but Omega caught him. Jungle Boy escapes and landed an acrobatic arm drag to a reaction from the crowd. I actually felt like when he came out he didn't really get as as big of a reaction as he should have. But maybe it was just me. But anyway, in saying that, the action spills out to the to the outside. Where Omega sent Jungle Boy into the apron, Omega pulled him back into the ring and immediately tossed him to the floor. Omega pressed the advantage during the break. He attempted a suplex, but Jungle Boy blocked it and pulled him into an inside cradle for a two count. He followed up with a brain buster but couldn't cover Omega. Jungle Boy sent Omega to the floor and landed a suicide dive. He then landed a DDT back into the ring and Omega escaped back to the floor. Jungle Boy then dove over and, and top onto Omega on the floor. Anyway, moving right along, Omega recovers and landed a ripcord V-trigger. He then landed a powerbomb and another V-trigger for a near fall. Omega went for another knee, but Jungle Boy avoided it and pulled Omega into the snare trap. Submission. And and then the Good Brothers come in, but they were stopped by Kazarian and Jurassic Express. Omega, Omega reached the ropes to break the submission. Jungle Boy landed a clothesline, but Omega replied... With a brain buster, then landed a V-trigger and picked him up for a one-winged angel. And thank God it was over, man. Thank God, because people were really starting to truly believe Jungle Boy was about to somehow go over. I was actually thinking there was going to be a screwy finish. Like, do you remember back in the day when Jericho wrestled uh, Triple H on Raw, I believe it was? And you thought Jericho won the title and everybody's celebrating... And then Triple H fucking brought out another ref or some shit. And yeah, in the end got the belt back. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was because Erwin Hepner did a fast count. Right, right, right. We all, we all thought Jericho won a match, but Erwin Hepner got to be a, a, a school a school ball. Uh, so they did the match over and Triple H won a match. That, and that, I, was, I remember that. Right, and I was thinking that's the type of finish that would have made sense to go by. If you want to like elevate Jungle Boy even more, even though it'll never, he'll never be on this next level in my eyes. But that's just me. But if you want to elevate him, if you've done some sort of screwy finish like that, where the crowd would like imagine, imagine like everybody thinking he won the championship, his family's out there, everyone's cheering, everyone's singing like dickheads going. Whoa. <laughs> Like fucking idiots, right? And then just for fucking Kenny to, you know, acting his goofball self, go, no, 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 it was a fat, you know, he pulls a fucking EVP card out, gets his belt back, and, you know, and everyone's just pissed. You know what I'm saying? Tell me that wouldn't make more sense doing that. It would have helped out Jungle Boy a shitload, in my opinion. But no, we just get a clean finish, which I'm happy with either way. I don't care. You know what I mean? As long as Kenny fucking won this match, and he won it clean because really he should have eaten this kid alive 
and I mean eating him alive. You know, see, either that type of finish would have worked for me, or I would have been happy for Kenny to just come out, V-trigger, bang, one-winged angel, bang, one, two, three, straight to the back we go. Now, that's heat, bro. If they wanted to get a lot of heat on Kenny, they could have gone that way, and it would have been awesome in my eyes. You know what I mean? Because that's how he should have won. That's, I mean, look at the size difference, dude. That's why Woman Reigns is about worshiping any uh, Kenny Omega. I'm tired of people saying that, that Woman Reigns, Kenny Omega is better than Woman Reigns and all that. And like complaining that Woman Reigns has a dominant uh, championship ring. He's supposed to be dominant. He's the exactly. The table. Fuck yes, I agree. And, it's like Kenny Omega, he ha he, he come up get this five foot nothing uh, pipsqueak uh, jungle <laughs> boy. The least he can do, the least he can do is go in there to squash him. Like be like Fuck. a six. Six second match like he did with Sonny Kiss. Yeah, like, how'd exactly that, that way, bro. Exactly that way. With that like, smirk this, too. <laughs> and it's like King Omega says, "Let's just kill, kill this guy." And it's just, yeah, it was a good match, but like you knew, we knew that Jungle Boy would go not would not go win this match. Everybody knew it, knew this. And it's just like, I mean, this is like like only like the third the third uh victory he had as champion. And every, all, the, all the time we see King Omega defending the championship, you always have, have uh, Gallows Jansen interfere or the Young Bucks interfere. Or he's a fucking heel, bro. He's a heel, man. He's meant to be fucking, you know, like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get it, but comparing the two, uh, one race and King Omega, it's like, one way doesn't need anyone getting get involved. Right. Yeah, you had Jay Uso interfering most of his matches, but like, the match that he had against us all, the match that he had against Dave Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Braun Strowman, all yeah. of them were clean. clean. They, right, they didn't have, he, had, he didn't have any interferences. And it's like, King Omega, you can have the, the elite, but don't have Don Callis, don't have Nakazawa, <laughs> don't have Brand Cut, don't have the, uh, the whole crew of you. It's like, don't have that uh, be, like, have that happen. It's, a, it's, it's annoying. No, there's no comparison. And and if anybody, for, for anyone that knows me like relatively well, everyone knows I'm the biggest Kenny Mark, dude. I'll say it now, right? And obviously not because of AEW, but because of his Japan days, all right? And yes, see what annoys me the most, dude, is hearing all these fucking Mark Tards that never saw his Japan runs, right, in Diddy T, alright, in Diddy T it was nothing special, but they never fucking saw that, they never saw his New Japan run, they didn't, like, I watched him fucking become the star that he became, legitly, like, from when he was a cruiserweight, you know, in New Japan still, and he was small, dude, compared to what he became, to all the way to him becoming United States Champion, Intercontinental Champion, and all the way to becoming IWGP, world champion and i'll be the first to admit his iwg his iwgp title run was pretty weak i think he was better chasing for those years you know what i mean it's just it was just better him chasing right in my opinion but for anyone to fucking say he's overrated really fucking gets to me man and sure we're not seeing the same kenny that we saw in japan right and i get it but man it really burns me man hearing people say he's overrated because to me there's no one better in the like for me he he he's never really in a dull dull match bro like you know what i'm saying like 
His matches are always good to watch, man. He carries just about everybody in a match. And he can legitly wrestle a broomstick. Legit. Like, legitly. Not to mention blow-up dolls and little girls. But, hey. And he still makes that shit look good. You know what I mean? So, I just don't understand why he gets that fucking type of heat. I get it because today's Kenny is a shell of his former self. But I, I don't mind it. Yeah, he's, a, he's way more of a goof. But man, just bring back the cleaner properly, like proper, like fucking what the, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, the cleaner in uh, New Japan was, he was he was in that status of one of, one of the greatest of all time. And, I, and I, I, I fucking agree. And, and people will probably think we're crazy for saying that, but fucking it's true, dude. Come on, man. How exciting was it watching him get to where he became, you know what I'm saying? Especially him and Okada, him and Naito, like him and anybody, dude, it, do- it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like, dude, you know what I mean? Not to mention the Golden Lovers, yes, it was a bit on the gay side, we get it, right? Who cares, you know what I mean? That story was like years in the making, all the way back from DDT into New Japan, you know what I mean? That's what you call long fucking, that's what you call storytelling, man. That's storytelling, you know what I mean? Regardless, it was a little bit, you know, <laughs> bit touchy. I don't care, man. The point is, he's not overrated. I know he knows what people are saying. I know he's very aware of what fans are saying. I almost feel like he's doing this on purpose. But I do want to see him really open up and show everybody why, not only was he, why he was the cleaner, but why he was the fucking best belt machine and why he was ranked number one in the PWI 500 because he truly was number one at that during that time, dude. Tell, I didn't give a fuck who you are. Tell me who was better than him during that time. And King Omega, uh, him being in New Japan, what well, he was that damn good. And he maybe we can if you say that oh oh, oh well, um today. You can, you can say that um at two, back in 2017 that right. Moon Reigns is better than King Omega. People no were saying, you know, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're, stu- you're stupid as fuck. <laughs> Literally. But, <laughs> but um, today, Moon Reigns is better than, than the King Omega by far. But oh, yeah, saying, I agree. I agree. No, no, it's true. Uh, and I can take my Kenny shades off. I know what we're getting right now is, is fucking pretty ridiculous, man. Really, right? By Kenny yeah. standards, and it irks me because I try to prove my point, and you know he just comes. Look, Kenny's always been a goof, all right. Let's be real, all right. He's always had that goofiness in him, all right. But now he just over fucking does the goofiness, and the young bucks. For cry, for crying out loud, man! I was I used to hate him back in TNA when they were Generation Me. Then I started liking him in New Japan, right? They grew on me. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll give the Bucks another go. Sure, they used to be called Jeremy Buck and whatever fucking Buck, right? <laughs> if you remember when I was Generation Me, Matt Buck, whatever the fuck, right? But, you know, they grew, they grew on me, they were cool in New Japan, but now, what the fuck is this shit? I, I, have, no, I have no idea. I mean, these are not, these are not even Buck that, that I uh, were a fan of when they were in New, New Japan Ring Warner. They, 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 were, they were badass. They were actually, you know... You could tell that they were like, you know, the modern version of DX, you know, in a way. Yeah, yeah, um, well, yeah. Well, they were a parody of them, you know, in many ways. 
Even if it was a poor man's version, let's be real, let's be honest, you know what I mean? But now they look, they look like freaking Millie Vanilli. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? I, I, I don't... Millie I motherfucking mean, Vanilli. Oh, <laughs> shit. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Millie fucking Vanilli, man. That's so spot on, bro. I, I don't I don't get this look at all from the Young Bucks. Um, um, uh, the freaking Danglish. I, I, I hate Gallo Gallo's in the background saying, the, 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 the Danglish, oh. the Danglish. Like, shut, shut the fuck up. First of all, <laughs> fuck you, Gallo's. Yeah, let me take a let me take a second to just walk with Gallows in a minute uh, for a second. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, Gallows, you piece of shit. Um, you you had a you had a, a beef with me for for a while now. Ever since you and WWE and made fun of your stupid T-shirt that was basically a parody of Bullet Club, and you blocked me for it. I don't know. You blocked me for for that for insulting that T-shirt, or you blocked me because you thought I was sleeping with your, with your ex-wife. Um, but at the same time, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, mean, for, I mean, first of all, me, me, uh, uh, her, and his ex, uh, Amber and Neil, me, we're friends. We're best friends. We always have been, always will be. But you, you got me with more than that. You're a fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> and, and fuck, and fuck you. You always, you need to call Anderson to help you out. Hold your fucking hand in New Japan and TNA and AEW. What, what the fuck? You suck. You always will be. <laughs> A, a fucking jobber, and you look like a fucking burnt tomato. And oh. I, ho- I hope, I, I hope, I hope, Carl Anderson turns on you so he can be a bigger star because you have been kept on holding, holding back for years. So fuck you, gals. All right, anyway. <laughs> dude, 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 this one's for you. All right. Wait. <laughs> I had to do that, man. I didn't mean the other fucking sound effect, but dude, that was killer, man. And guess what? Fucking his ex-wife used to follow me on Twitter, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> but anyway, I'm talking about Amber O'Neill. But but anyway, anyway, did you really have some sort of heat, like because of that shit? Was that was that legit? I I don't, I don't know, but he got bad and mad at me for some reason. He blocked me. Oh, he blocked shit. my Twitter. He still block. I still block on Twitter about him. But like, <laughs> listen, me and me and Amber are our best friends. We've been friends for almost five years. And, no um, shit. And um, see, we we follow each other on social media, and we just been we we we're we're close. Not not right. that close, but you know. But, hey, um, hey, it's okay, man. It's all right. It's only Gallows. Fuck him. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> but like, he's stupid enough to even leave her anyway. Let's just be let's just be real. Oh, I mean, did he leave her? Was he the one that left her? Was he? Yes, he, he was on the on the podcast uh, talk about you know sleeping with other women um like all, all that nonsense but oh. that that that's that's beside the point but um the point the point is um me and Amber have been friends for for years and right. and, and Gallus is a fucking butthurt uh piece of shit and I never I would never be a big fan of this anyway he was a jobber in WWE a jobber in TNA he's he just he does nothing he'd always need to help from anyone without that I'd be Blood Club, the Elite, um, South Australian Society, uh, Ace and Ace, <laughs> Festus, he's Festus, Boston <laughs> Kane, he's a he's a fucking he's a fucking idiot, both <laughs> in the ring and out 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 of ring. And I just I can't I I can't stand him. Too sweet me baby, too sweet me bro. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> anyway, look, let's be real. Gallows is a poor man's fucking wannabe Kevin Nash, bro. Exactly. That's and what I, he is. I, 
I don't get that at all. I just, Kevin Nash is way better than him anyway. Way see, better, Kevin bro. Nash, Kevin Nash is cool as fuck. Even with his quads fucking ripping every time he stands up, bro, he still destroys Gallows, bro. Hey, exactly. I'm a Nash fan, bro. I, I loved Nash growing up. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I said it, <laughs> right? But in saying that, man, look, I'm worried about Gallows, bro. I know you're not, clearly. <laughs> but, but, but in saying that, right? No, seriously, last week, and I'm not talking about this past week, the week before, you know when they were in the main event, right? Dude, he looked like he was about to have a heart attack. He looked like he was turning blue in the face, right? No shit. And then at the end of the match, he looked pale, bro. Like, I don't even know how he survived. Like, he looked like he was ready to pass out, man. It's, cl- it's clearly United in recent. That, that definitely is true. But, um, I mean, um, Gallows, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, the after, maybe because of his wing gear, maybe because of just having had a time to work work out or, or whatnot. But <laughs> you, could, you could tell that he's just doesn't care he's out he's out here he's making big bucks in aw and I, i'm pretty sure you can we can just assume that he's a part of aw with, with oh fuck i mean you'd think so right i mean is this what this partnership was all for just to get gallows and anderson in aw the fact they don't have moose in an aw ring shows me how fucking stupid tk really is bro you can have Moose there. You can have uh, Sam Kaya in there. They, he facing King of right, Slam yeah, Anniversary. Slam Anniversary, yeah, indeed. If you want to build that up, have Sam Kaya go, go in there and attack uh, Omega and the, the Elite. Um, and Or vice versa. You, uh, you can, this is what I want to see happen. I, I would not mind seeing King uh, Callahan losing at Slam Anniversary and he gets jumped by the Elite. And the next thing you know, John Mossy appears. Anything have a, a, a reunion of this uh, Swiss Blades uh, conspiracy, right? Yeah, um, fuck yeah. yeah. That'd be a good a good uh, way to end a uh, slam wrestling, in my my honest opinion. Right. That way you can you can keep on this working this doing this relationship with Impact AEW because it, it working relationship. And in my uh, my eyes, not not working relationship. You have you basically doing this all for Kenny. It's true, man. I I, I agree one hundred percent, but. I mean, and uh, you know what? Before before we we finish up, I'll, I also want to ask you: What do you think of this uh, so-called forbidden fucking door, bro? <laughs> Has it been locked shut now, or what? All right. First of all, the for- forbidden door name is, is fucking stupid. Right. But, um, I mean, I, I just I don't I don't really don't consider it as a as a forbidden door. I don't I just I don't get why uh you have you calling that because. Impact Wrestling doing their thing with New Japan, um, AEW doing their thing with, with uh, New Japan. They probably get other promotions mm-hmm. work them, but like, it's not it's not really working out. No, it's, it's not. About, it's making it all about AEW. Yeah, and, uh, I, I heard. I don't know where that this fucking came from, but the the whole New Japan and WWE partnership that would never happen. Yeah, like, I think ever, so. Ever. No, it would never happen because you know I, what I know from WWE. They they're not looking for relationship. They're looking to buy. Cause look at and there's ECW. been rumors that they've always been interested in buying you Japan, and and it makes sense. I mean, this goes back to a few years ago too, and obviously this probably has to do with fucking NXT Japan, in many ways, so they can build their territory there. Because without buying a promotion, NXT Japan and not gonna be a thing, man. I don't give a fuck what they try to do. 
You know what I'm saying? They need to really legitly buy a promotion just to get that off the ground. Yeah, exactly. Because look at all the, all the promotion that they work with. ECW, yeah. WCW, right. Evolve, Progress. I mean, even though Progress is still going on, they not, they're not one itself right now in the UK because of the pandemic. But it's like all these promotions that WWE work, work for, they always sell them down. They always bought, bought the company and they, right. they end up just leave them in the uh, to dust. Yeah, that's true. That's not that's not what I want to see for New Japan. I mean, I know New Japan not in a good state, great great state right now. The last thing I want to see is New Japan get bought out by WWE. That nobody wants to see that. I don't think that will ever happen because I just don't think that they would allow that to happen. But then again, who knows, right? But in saying that, you know, I'm sure you know this, but WWE and New Japan have had a relationship many years ago. They've had a lot of co-promoted events before, you know. I I, I, don't, I didn't know that. I, I knew that uh, WCW had had a well, partnership with them. So did WWE, bit. man. WWE and New Japan have, have 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 had a relationship in the past. That's why I don't I don't um. I I won't put it past them working out a deal. This is not new shit before. I mean, they really have. They've they've co-promoted events before. They've even done a a Tokyo Dome event back in the early nineties. Between both New Japan and WWE, that that's facts. Like true, if you YouTube, if you type in YouTube, you'll find it. I'll send you some links like after the show. But yeah, so they've had a relationship, and but that was during the Anoki days. You know what I'm saying? And Vince McMahon and Anoki apparently have got a decent relationship. So, and obviously Anoki doesn't own them anymore. So, and I heard he's in bad health apparently lately too. But so hopefully he recovers or whatever's going on there. But as far as uh, New Japan and AEW goes, I don't even think it was a thing in the first place, man. I think TK thought they had something, but you know the Japs, the Japanese were like, Psh, like this. You know what I'm saying? Like they played them, dude. Like I just think, I don't know, man. Like, uh, but look, you know, part of me would love to hear the fucking the, the coin drop in in fucking in wwe right when roman reigns is in the ring and then just hearing kazuchika okada's fucking theme just hit bro that would fucking pop me or even tetsuya naito with his losing bernambles fucking you know with his stardust theme just hit in fucking wwe tell me that wouldn't be cool bro yeah that would be all that would be awesome but, but like uh like like jargo said on, on the test you know you're not gonna get guys of that caliber in WWE, we do have a working relationship with them. You gotta have guys like Naito, or not, not have like like uh, Yano or Taiji or um, freaking um, the God, which I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the uh, God versus the Usos. That would that would be oh, that would awesome. be brilliant. Yeah, but see, I'm surprised that Tamatanga never really got a look into WWE. I I know. With Tung, uh, you know, Tangaloa was Camacho in WWE, obviously, playing a Mexican, a Tongan playing a Mexican. Go figure, right? Jesus. Orale, ducks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, seriously, what the fuck? But anyway, um, so, like, I don't understand. Like, is, does, does Tamatanga really have that sort of heat in WWE? I mean, I mean what's going on there, man? I, I was going on with uh, Tom Tonga and WWE, but I, I was surprised too because the guy he, he has a good look and he, he has 
Yashikuzma and all, and all that, all that. And it's just like, um, I don't know if it's beef with Haiku uh, and WWE or what whatnot, but it's like uh, having having Tyler Law in WWE was was just he was just out of place, especially <laughs> when he was in the when he was in TNA with, uh, with uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Eli Drake as the Ryzen right. as Mike Mike like yeah. what, what what the fuck? It's just I'm I'm glad, I'm glad he he got out of there and went to New Japan and teamed with uh with uh, Tomalola I mean Tomatonga. And he, he to, he's part of arguably one of the best tag teams in the world right now. One hundred percent. And I mean, how hard is it to 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 like to book him? Just keep him as himself. Not play a Mexican or some other shit. Like, it puzzles me, bro. And you're and you're right. I mean, they're fucking brothers. They're family, man. I mean, fuck. They they're perfect together, man. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Look, I, I do hope New Japan build a new relationship because the Ring of Honor is done, dude. I mean, they're done. I hope Rush gets signed. Even in AEW, heck, I would love to see a Los Ingobernables de Mexico again. You know, La Sombra and Rush. And if he can't call himself Rush, call him Push. I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why not? You know what I mean? We've got Push and Andrade El Idalo. You know what I mean? Like the idol. Who cares? But I'd love to see a La Sombra again. A part of me would love to see that, you know what I mean? Except the guy is too good looking to have a mask on, man. I don't even know why he had a mask on. With those sort of looks, jeez. I'm not, hey. Okay. Sorry? Uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know what I'm mad at. It didn't make sense either. Like, But at the same time, you had uh, freaking loose on the ground, having people in masks, even though we knew exactly who, who they were. Like right. we knew that Wicked Say was Chris Puma. We knew that uh Shane Strickland was Kill Shot. And how much that, better was Shane Strickland as Kill Shot, bro? I mean he was he was great in uh he, in He looked like a star there, dude. He's a jobber now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he was but, a star as Kill Shot, bro. Technically he's not a jobber anymore. He just won a North American championship from uh Reed. Really? Yeah, tonight. Did he beat Bronson yeah. Reed? See, I didn't see that. All right. Well, geez, I'm surprised. He had his new fashion called Hit, Hit Will, and okay. it's, it's pretty popular in NNT. I'm not really a big fan of it, but I just, I, I'm glad that St. Strickland is a champion in uh, NNT. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, I didn't know that, so I'm glad you told me that, man, because I haven't watched NXT for a few weeks now, so. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that they did that because Bronson Reed is probably moving up from the main roster. Oh, now I'll, as you know, he's from Australia. Oh, like he's from my neck of the woods, right? And I've seen Bronson Reed on the indie circuit here, dude. I remember watching him against Minoru Suzuki, and I've got to bring that up to to you, dude. I couldn't believe Minoru Suzuki pole drived Bronson Reed, dude. And now I don't know if you know this, but you know T uh, TMDK or the Mighty Don't Kneel. Yeah. All right, I don't know if you realize this, but here in Australia, in the indie scene, that was a big uh, faction. It wasn't just two guys, right? It was actually a faction which included Bronson Reed and a few other Australian wrestlers. They were actually a big crew. And uh, so people don't actually realize that. They were over as that. But then, you know, you had... Oh, jeez, I forgot their names already suddenly. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. Shane Thorne and... Um, That's um, it, Shane Thorne. Yeah, yes, yes. See, everyone thinks like they're TMDK. No, it was a whole faction of a crew 
that was TMDK, the mighty don't kneel. You know what I mean? And, and it was pretty over. But um, but in saying that too, Bronson Reed on the main roster, fuck. I mean, the guy's a big Samoan motherfucker too, dude. He's actually Samoan background from Australia. The, the, he, he, I like him, dude. I think he's great. But he's going to be nothing. He's going to be a big lump of fucking lard on the main roster, bro. <laughs> That's how they're gonna make him look out, and then and especially if if um if Keith Lee comes back, I could picture like Vince going, ah, they both look like fucking, Argh. you know what I mean? Like just, you know what I'm saying? Except Keith Lee's a lot taller than Bronson Reed because Bronson Reed's not even really six foot, man, but he's fucking wide, like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? And pretty versatile for a big man. I dare say maybe even more versatile. Then Keith Lee, oh, but they're pretty similar though. You know what I mean? In many ways. But in saying that, I want to bring up Minoru Suzuki, dude. What the hell is going on there? I'm hearing rumors that he could be possibly signing with WWE, it seems. I, I don't believe that for a second. The, the, the only reason why uh, that, that, uh, that, that's a rumor because see, he's moving to Europe uh, um the... Uh, the the I think the uh the she's she's uh the boyfriend of he's a boyfriend of the um NXT Women Champion yes that's uh, right UK Champion yep I, I can't I can't pronounce her name but I know I know uh, know her for her. I know I watch her a lot I, I can't pronounce her name but she is the NXT <laughs> UK <Maybe> Champion <laughs> and um uh, they they they've been uh get together for 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 years and that's that's why that that, that rumor and and it happened like as soon as they heard it that she he he going to Europe there with her and oh she he going to NT UK like no shut the fuck up all right I hate I hate that it's like they just assume that well uh this person going to the UK or going to Orlando they gotta be going to WWE no you fucking idiot I mean they can't go on a, a vacation or what 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 not that's kind of kind of fucked down well I hope it is just a vacation but you know what you know what track man I wouldn't put it past him for some fucking weird reason and trust me when I tell you, Triple H will be salvatating. Like, I mean, he'd be literally drooling in his pants, bro, over the chance to possibly sign Minoru Suzuki. Can you imagine him in NXT, dude? I mean, honestly, I mean, I would love to... I'll, in a weird way, I would love to see him even just come in and just eat everybody alive, dude. I mean, he can have a, he can have like one match at NXT, like he like a like, like a did. right. But um, as far as him signing like a full time deal with NXT or WWE, I don't see that. At all. I just I just him in the in the WWE ring for full time is just, is fucking weird. <laughs> it is weird. It is weird. No doubt about it. But make no mistake about it, man. If you think that Triple H won't be pulling out the checkbook to get him, I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> don't be surprised. I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't put it past him. I'm telling you, he would be trying to sign him up right now as we speak. I mean, he's a freelancer, ain't he? He never signed to New Japan. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the whole contract situation with right. New Japan. So, it's, 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 he might be a freelancer. He might be a free agent. But as far as the contract situation goes, I don't, I don't know. Like, this is Ring Warner can say that oh we uh we signed to a long-term deal but that, then later on they they signed to two weeks later so i don't know what's up with that 
That's a possibility. The track, man. Man, we've had a doozy of a show. I think we've got we've gone on for nearly three hours, man, which is awesome. And I think it's been a great show, man. But bro, get your shit in, man. Tell our listeners where, where they can find you, bro. Well, you can find me on, on Twitter at MacRationers. Find me on Instagram at MichaelDavis2. You can also subscribe subscribe to my YouTube channel, the PW Hustle Zone, where I do premium videos, I do day drop like experience, I do the funny moments of the PBL so and the PBLC and all all the the, the podcasts that you look the other two. Um I also do uh, just videos random videos of just talking out my ass about wrestling. But um that's that's nothing, nothing new. But um you can also join the PBL so Facebook group page. It's absolutely free. You can get in anytime. You can, you can say whatever you want. So instead of just uh, threatening to kill, kill somebody or going on a waste of tirade or doing yeah. political bull, bullshit. And you can also subscribe to the main PBS channel uh, where you see H.O. Brown doing his, his reactions. You see Professor and the whole crew talking about wrestling, just talking out of their ass about, about wrestling. <laughs> just doing better, doing booking, fancy booking. And the so-called Booker of the Year, TK. But <laughs> hey, what can we say? Can't be be in these mean streets, and that's a, that's for true. So keep on supporting the PBL. So and keep on supporting the Razzle Radio Network, the PBC, and for me, Jimmy T. Man, that that's awesome, bro. And I appreciate that. Thank you. And I just want to say, shout out to all the Hustle family, man, from the Professor to 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 A Track Brown. To, to everybody over there, man, the whole crew, get on to my boy, Michael Davis, aka A-Track Black, because he's the man, and when it comes to professional wrestling, not just males, but even females, you're the man when it comes to that, dude, no doubt about it, I don't think there's any of us out there that know more about female wrestling than you do, bro, seriously, maybe Jago comes a close second, but I think you've got him, I think you've got him pipped, dude. <laughs> well... Well, he's the, I'm double the professor of women's wrestling in America. <laughs> he can, he's the professor of women's wrestling in Japan. So yeah. we we both the professors of women's wrestling, not just one. It's multiple. <laughs> yeah, he's that Chavello. You're not the only professor, dude. All right. <laughs> the shoutouts to Chavello, anyway, man, and the whole Hustle family, man. I, I love all you boys. It's always a pleasure having any of you guys on the show, and I've always said it to you. I've said it to Chavello, and I've said it to Track. And I'm talking about A-Track Brown. You guys have got a, an open invitation, man. Whenever you guys want to be on the show, all you got to do is say, hey, I want to be on the show, and he's in, man. And I truly mean that, bro. And I've told everybody that. So, man, like I said, it was a pleasure having you on. And I can't believe we've gone for three hours, man. It's flown. I'm, I don't know how late it is for you. What time is it over there? It's 2.13 a.m. Yeah, bro. Damn. You know, it's dark over here, bro, and it's like nearly 6 p.m. But in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's he's A-Track Black, and you've been listening to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the Rational Rage Network. And before I go, I also want to say please like and subscribe to us on the rationalragenetwork.podbean.com where you'll find any and all of our shows. Peace.
listening to the Rational Rage Network.